Ah. Mama. Mama. <laughs> We made it. Bang 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 bang. What it what it what it do da. Respect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to another glorious and gorgeous episode of the Mama We Made It podcast. You dig? We have my brother in arms, Erie Hall, in the motherfucking blast, building. Blast, blast, blast. Brat, 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 brat. Brat, 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 brat. I just want to start out and say, God bless the platform, right? And y'all may be thinking that the platform that I'm speaking of is this mama, we made it for him. But the platform that I'm speaking of is ourselves as human beings. And God bless each and every one of us that is becoming and is on the path and is living their life towards becoming because we all are a platform. And I'm really excited because our guest today literally embodies what an accumulation of energy and experience becomes on this road we call life. Mm. Erie Hall is a human being first, a son, a brother, a lover, a fighter, a creator, right? And I've known him for quite some time, and in the beginning, it was merely an exchange of energy and good vibrations. And then as time has passed, we got together and really began to explore the form behind each one of our shining functions, if you will. Yeah. And today we get to speak with Erie about his path in becoming and his path into who he is today. And also we get to give it to y'all. So (laughs) buckle the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Brother Erie. Thank you so much for joining us, family. Yeah, man, thank Blast, you. no pressure. It is absolutely <laughs> magical, G. Like, uh, I just want to levitate right now and channel my inner David Blaine, <laughs> but I'm going to keep it to the ground level for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to start out here, man, because I truly feel like as we look back on our lives, we realize that who we are, how we think, how we kind of see the world is an accumulation of our experiences and, and the, the whole nature versus nurture concept. Um, and somebody looking at you today would never know unless they grew up with you what has created this enigma known as Mr. Airy Hall. <laughs> Good vibes only. Uh, you only. know what I'm saying? And we'll see you soon. Mm. Uh, Vaj, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, man, you know, even my name, man, you know? Talk Ernie. to me. So... My, my my dad, um uh incredible, incredible guy. He's a he's a cool guy. He's he's mad cool from the hood, like South South Chicago. Um Is that where you were born? Yeah. And raised? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. South yeah. side of Chicago. South side of Chicago. My pops is like, you know, you know, born in the hood, but parents from the south. Yeah. Um, great migration brought us. To Chicago, um, by way of Mississippi and Arkansas. Mm. Wow. And um my uh but my 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 father's father, his name was uh they they called him Earl all of his life, right? Mm. And um, you know, but his name is Uri, right? 
Wow. And what what, what happened was he thought that his name was a, a typo. <laughs> and that, um, you know, it was just so different. It was just like, no, my name is Earl. So for all of his life, for all of his life, my dad even knew him as, you know, Earl. Oh, man. And, um, you know, when, you know, later in his life, he accepted the word Uri. Wow. He accepted the word Uri and, you know, that's... How did that come about? Do you know? um, Well, you know, my dad started to take care of him in his later years and... um, Oh, it came later. Like later, later. Later years, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably... He passed away in his 70s. um, But, you know, my dad... I think late, like probably around like his maybe um, late fifties. You know, my dad was super hands-on son. You know, so you know when his when his um, when his parents got older, he moved him in with him. Wow, um, that's and, incredible. And his pops, you know, but he's super close with his pops. Yeah, you know? um, uh, a, a father son for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they were talking eventually. You know, he saw his, his his dad's records and was like, "Man, Dad, wait! It says your name is uh, Erie." He's like, "I don't know my name. My name is Uri, actually." And Erio. And yeah. So later on in his years, my dad championed that. You know, of like, "Oh yeah, yo, you're Uri. Like that's that's I won't I won't let anybody call you Earl again around me." Wow. Oh, wow. And um and my dad uh. Yeah, and um, you know, my dad uh named me Uri uh because he really wanted um he wanted to hear his father's name. Wow. Still, you know. That's incredible. So it's also crazy, crazy. So I grew up with this name, right? And it's weird. A lot of people don't even know how to say it. Eerie, eerie. It looks yeah. like eerie. It looks by like the way. eerie. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, and, and it's no one's fault, you know, the yeah. way people pronounce it. I literally just Corrected that's, myself. That's Uri not, Hall. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's Uri. it's phonetically the way it's phonetically spelled. It's eerie, but um, uh, my dad. So years later, um, you know, uh, went through college. I ended up graduating and going um to to New York, and I ended up opening up a store, uh, with a friend, a pop up store. It was supposed to be open for three months. Been doing really well. Kept it open for. For seven months, which is dope, got sponsorships, which is beautiful. Um, in, in the midst of a recession, right? Mm. I'm this young kid, I'm like 20, damn, I might have been 22, maybe 23, something like that. Store in 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 Olita, Soho, like, <sighs> like I'm next to like Vince and like around the corner from Versace, and I'm this black kid you know <laughs> of Chicago and this woman as well um uh Q she, she she was my business partner but um the carpenter that helped with, that, that that helped us remodel it um he was a historian so every time he would see my name my full name he'd say man your name is so beautiful man his name was Michael and he's always say your name's so beautiful so beautiful and I always felt I I grew to love my name as a kid you want to be accepted so yeah, you don't yeah. want the weird name you know yeah. but you know, I, I never told, I never had a nickname. I never told anybody to call me anything other than my name. Um, and, but he would see my name and he'd say, your name's so beautiful. And when he'd say that, 
like yeah thanks bro right like because yeah. my name's ethnic you know what yeah. i mean whatever right but he, <laughs> he, he he actually knew what it meant wow he knew what my name meant my full name so my first name uri it's uh it's ancient egyptian mm. it's uh it's it's comedic it means um uh it's the land that the land it means the land of ur which which is the land that it was said um it's the land that God bestowed his wisdom upon wow. in ancient Egypt. Wow. So wild. So my middle name is <laughs> crazy. So, so, so that's my first, that's what my name means, right? Wow. My middle name, is, it's um, Jamil, which is beautiful, uh, the, the male version of beautiful in mm. Arabic. Mm. So, you know, Mike, the historian, the carpenter, <laughs> Uh, it was like, man, so your name literally means the wisdom of God is beautiful. <laughs> your first and middle name. Wow. And he told you, is he the one that told you all this? Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah. So whenever whenever someone says my name, they say they're saying the wisdom of God is beautiful. Oh, man, that is incredible. Isn't that cool? I'm going to start calling you Uri Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's, that's just to- the wisdom of God is beautiful. And so, but it was also super crazy and super freaky is... um. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I would always, I used to love writing poetry as a kid, man. And my dad really nurtured that and championed that. And my mom did as well. Mm. Um, But I remember my father specifically always saying, because I will give him advice on really like, he'd ask me kind of adult things like, you know, sometimes like, um, you know, when, 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 when his mom passed away, she was a mama's boy as well. Um... You know, I saw him crying. It's like, man, why? You know, why, son? You know, because I loved her too. And, mm. But I'm like, you know, I'm probably like eight, nine, something like that. And um, and I told him like, man, dad, you should be, you should be celebrating. Those should be tears of joy. Like she's in a better place <sighs> right now. She's happy. Your mother? She, no, no, no. My 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 father's mother. Gra- your grandmother. 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 And she's in a better place um, now. She's happy, and, and you should yeah. be too. You know, and she mentioned you too. But you got to be happy for. Her. And you know, I was a kid, but I'll say things like that all the time. Yeah. You know, things are like kids. Like if that's an adult conversation. That's a. Exactly. I, I want my exactly. friend, my my peer, to say. <laughs> you know, I want my peer to say something like that to me. You know, if my kid says it, it's like, yo. You are my peer. You're my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so my dad would always say I was wise beyond my years, always as a kid. And then I grow up, and you know, this is kind of my one of my one of my first big business ventures, I guess, for me at the time. Um, and this guy tells me that the wisdom of God is beautiful. It's my <laughs> name. My name's about wisdom. You know, um, which it was is embedded in your being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and really, it was embedded in. It defined you. I mean, it was embedded in in my genes as well, because you, yeah. you know it came from my grandfather. Your grandfather, you know? absolutely. It's a family name, so you know. Shout out to my grandfather and and my dad for keeping it going. You know. So, do you introduce yourself as Uri? Always. Always. <laughs> it's Uri. Ah. Always. Always. So y'all better know always. from now on. <laughs> Uri Jamil. Uri yeah. is in the building. Mm. Uri Jamil Hall, yeah. There it is. Well, welcome, Uri. Thank you, yes. my brother. Thank you, my brother. Uri, you. this is beautiful because e- even that attachment to the name, 
it shows and it, 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 it brings to light to me how strong your family tree is. For right? sure, A yeah. sense of, because you're somebody that truly I feel like <coughs> is community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Eri Jamil is community, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're building this community and I feel like it started out really strong for you. Mm-hmm. And I want to go through that as a kid um, to really understand the family in which you came up in and what that really like, how that shaped your mind as a kid mm-hmm. because you're somebody that truly has wisdom beyond their years but you also grew up in an area where you know, people that weren't as lucky chose different paths mm-hmm. and people that weren't as lucky like felt different types of ways about what was going on around them. I feel like your family structure and the foundation um, is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. And I really want to get into that because I feel like that was the seed and the start of a sense of being and a sense of community, mm-hmm. right? Because you, every time I've come across you, I just feel like from the depths of your soul that you want something, your energy radiates is that there's always something bigger, there's always something more. There's always something that we can appreciate in the moment and aspire towards. Mm-hmm. And I really want to dig within your experiences in your childhood to really start to see how that shaped your mind now because mm-hmm. that was the foundation. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Man, I mean, you know, my my um, my scenario, you know, my scenario was... I guess it was normal and abnormal, and, and, and abnormal, you know, normal in the sense of you know, I was raised in a single parent parent home, you know, and you know a lot of my friends were as well. Um, and I guess that is um, a stereotype that I that that I would um, I would love to change, you know, in, in, in my community, Especially, which I will change in my, you know, in my family and also inspire to change in my community, in my immediate community as well, um, to really have these long lasting relationships with spouses that um, end up raising our future, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, for, for me, my my mom and dad, they split um, uh, when I was three. Mm. And, you know, so I never really saw them together. Both um, ended up um, having um, relationships um, um, after each other, but you know, I, I, I didn't really have them in the same house together, right? Um, which, which I guess shaped me in a lot of ways. It made me a lot closer to my mom. It made me very protective, and mm-hmm. you know, the way that I see women, um, it's 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 a it's in a very unique. Uh, um, through a very unique lens because I was raised by a woman and my younger sister, I was kind of her her male, you know, one of her stronger male figures. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think I helped raise her in ways which, you know, which gives me that perspective of as, as a son and as a protector. You know, a, a protector, brother, you know, father figure as well. Um, growing up, she was a, a, a bit closer to me than, than our dad. Um, and later on, she got a, got, a bit more closer but 
um, you know, around that time, I really just wanted to make sure that she knew that I, that she had me, that mm. that a man loved her, that yes. didn't want anything from her. Yeah, yeah. You know, and because I, I knew that that was the motives that she grow to encounter, you know, um, as she grew up. And um, so, you know, that's a huge part of me, right? Like the, the way that I see, see women, you know, um, and not really want to disappoint my mom and my sister, you know, because it's a big um, weight, no? I mean, absolutely. But it's, it's, it's a beautiful weight though. Yeah. You know, um, because I, I think that, that without them, um, without that fear, you know, I still have that fear of like, I don't want to, I, 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 I want to become the man that I feel my mom and my sister deserve in, in, in their lives. Yeah. You know, like I, I want to be the son my mom deserves. I want to be the brother my, my sister deserves because they're incredible women, you know, absolutely. absolutely incredible women. I'm so blessed to have them in my life. Um, uh, so yeah. And then, you know, my, my older brothers, you know, they didn't have the same moms, but, um, you know, two of them were kind of were were very much involved in the street life. You know, um, were you close with them? Super close. Okay, like those are. What like, was the age difference here? Man, let me see. Um, one of my brothers is, <coughs> I think he's probably twenty years older than me. Mm. Um, no, nah, actually, probably like eighteen years. One's eighteen, I think. One's. No, one's sixteen and one's thirteen. Years. Got it. So it's oh, significant. That's, that's, that's a huge age huge, gap. Yeah. So to be huge. close with that huge yeah. age, age gap, age gap. Yeah. Um, how was that? Like, man, you know, it was. That was ultimate protectors, Loki. Ultimate. I mean, huge protectors. I mean, you know, these were, you know, guys that were, um, very. I mean, you know, they're they they're not in that life style i don't i don't believe anymore you know um but you know around that time you know in chicago gangs uh gangs and like drugs and that whole the whole community it's it's prevalent you know Mm. and it's it's so prevalent that it's a norm really wow absolutely you know that's wild to think about conceptually absolutely i mean you know I, i would be in you know, it's kind of like, um, it's so crazy even think, thinking of it now because, you know, gangs were kind of like teams, right? And, <laughs> you know, you. and the way that you like rap Chicago Bulls, you wow, know, you were your Chicago, right. or the yeah. way you rap the Lakers or like, you know, um, but everyone was on a team really, you know? <sighs> and, you know, a lot of my friends who were, you know, those would be the cool kids, but it's, it's so crazy, man. And I think we all have encountered this, you know, that 50 cent verse, um, in high school, you was a man, homie, what the fuck happened to you? A, yeah. a, right? yeah. a, a, a lot of the times, man, the cool kids in high school and then, you know, grammar school, those were the kids that didn't really, um, amount to, to, to their level of cool didn't really transcend out of adolescence. Yeah. yeah. Peak, right? peaks, wow. at, peaks at high school. Hey, absolutely level of cool did not transcend outside of adolescence that is like the the most eloquent way i've ever even heard that concept because you're damn right yeah absolutely i, I mean that's what happens um 
you know, a lot. I'm, I mean, even even in culture now. You I mean, know? yeah, even my like, even my high school days. Yeah, like the, sure. and you know, I feel like it's it wasn't South Side of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you think about it, as people like a lot of kids just want to be cool. But what is cool then, right? Mm-hmm. And what is cool in that system? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get caught up in the cool and get eaten up by it. Absolutely. You know Shout out to Lupe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you feel yeah. Me? <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Straight up. I mean, that's like, you know. But I, I mean, you know that that you know that was the norm and cool. You know, so I had a lot of friends that were, you know, Young GD, it's folks, it's you know, Blackstone, or Vice Lords, or BDs, or whatever, and. You know, my, my was it was it like you were going through elementary and then junior high and then high school and then each little like I a mean, couple along the yeah, way. Yeah, was I, it just like no, no, no? It was. I mean, like I was probably I had maybe I, I had way more friends that would claim gangs than I had no friends that claimed gangs, right? And my brothers were really in that, you know. And were you always protected? Were they like the yo, stay the fuck out of here? Absolutely. Like do oh, not really yeah. do not come and play this Absolutely, game. Yeah. So I mean, my brothers, you know, I remember having you know one of my older brothers because they're in their mid twenties by the yeah. time you're hitting yeah. that yeah. junior yeah. high high yeah. school. And are they living with you? Or no, 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 no. Well, out. Well, well, one of my brothers would be in and out. Um, uh, but my other brother, he didn't live. But the brother that was closest was in and out um, of the crib. Uh, you know, I remember him sitting me down, and one day, how old were you around? Do you remember? It's probably, I don't know, man. I was young, you know, but I was old enough. Like elementary age, junior uh, high. Probably, I would say maybe eleven, okay, something cool. like that. You yeah. know, eleven, twelve. And, um, Those are formative years. Yeah, absolutely, super important years. I mean, that's that's kind of when we start to um, confine ourselves to to, to cool, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, most people. And so, so my brother, you know, knowing that, remember we were shooting. I had a basketball rim in my backyard, and in the backyard of my mom's crib that she put up for me to practice on, and um, we were shooting around. Uh, and I remember him telling me, um, if you turn out like me, I'll, I'll kill you. You know? Was he like dead serious? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like seeing, like, you know, and also I I knew my brother, you know, he's been in prison. He's been in like, Mm -hmm. he wasn't like, you know, like. You know, he wouldn't just say no shit like that. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. He wouldn't just, um, I got, yeah, he wouldn't just say that. It wasn't know? like big bro, little bro. It was no, just like, it was like, like real talk. Yeah. You know, um, and, uh, you know, that was, that was something that, you know, me knowing him and, you know, me loving him, but also knowing like, you know, he was serious and made, it made that. It made the idea of that like less cool, you mm-hmm. know, because, um, you know, that investment was something that I feel he he was um, terrified in me in me making. You know what I mean? Were um, you? Did you feel like you were on that path? No, I mean, mm. it was very. It was. 
it was easily accessible. Yeah, I mean, all your friends absolutely. and everything. I mean, it's just yeah. almost like a natural progression. Absolutely, yeah. But did you, did you feel but, like this is what you... You know, there were moments where I felt like it was cool, right? But there were also... You know, because you would see kind of the like the handshakes were cool, and like, you know, if anybody fucked with somebody else, it was like immediate, it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, immediate protection, and yeah. um, you know, but it was also extremely violent. Mm. It was also, um, uh, it was also um, extremely careless. Um, Even then. Man, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, seeing people get stomped out or like shot at or like, what was that like? You know, seeing friends. Like, you're Uh, you're growing up in this area, right? And the world, there's places in the world where it's worse than this. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's places in the world where this is something so fucking foreign. It's like this happens here. Yeah, yeah. Where are we? Yeah, yeah. Right. But as a kid growing up in that, and also having like another layer in which. Your older brothers, who are significantly older, so they're at, they're like, you're getting into high school and they're in their mid 20s mm-hmm. to like going on early 30s. So they're like at that point where I guess kind of like we are now mm-hmm. and telling their younger brother who looks up to them, mm-hmm. right? And they're saying, look, like we get this, mm-hmm. but you're not playing this game. Yeah, absolutely. Like your figures yeah, yeah, that yeah. may live that life were also able to communicate, like, we're here. We made these choices. It may not register that we wished we did it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the next seed in this family tree, you're not continuing along this branch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's is. You know, I, I think my brothers kind of saw me as the future, kind of. And that's amazing. To that point, what was your outlet? Was it creative? Was it sports? It was. It was definitely sports for me. But I, I was. I was highly creative. But I was, which is really interesting. Now that I'm a creative, I would be. I guess reprimanded for for like drawing in class, and oh. there weren't many art classes. If if there was an art class, I excelled in it. I, I, I may have taken one art class as a kid, mm. but you know, growing up, you know. Um. Uh, I don't kind of having to choose like, you know, if I had to choose between art and basketball, I chose basketball. Um, but I think if when I was in school, um, art was nurtured a bit more, I would have I would have delved into it a bit more, mm-hmm. uh, a bit sooner. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I would I would always be reprimanded if I like. You know, drew stuff, so I did. Reprimanded by who? Um, just teachers. But what's really dope, man? You know, uh, so I used to get, you know, when I would draw in class, teacher would find it, of course. Tell my mom, write on it. Uri is drawing in class again, right? <laughs> so you know, fast forward to now. You know, I'm a designer, and I mean, I've I've designed for the largest brands in the world. Um, done incredible, like I mean, had incredible opportunities. So blessed. But um, as a creative, you know, my mom, uh, you know, her generation. Not a lot of that wasn't like a path that a lot of people really nurtured. You know, my yeah. mom really didn't nurture that path. 
understandably because it really didn't exist like that then. I mean, and it wasn't as um, as stable, mm-hmm. you know. And I think you know, is it even today? Absolutely not. But yeah. but it's 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 a bit more. There are a lot more jobs yeah. that 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 you can get as a creative. There are a lot more. Um, there's a lot more education behind creativity now. Creativity is kind of the cool one of the cool fields now, you know, to to to, to be in in general. And I think that's probably because of technology and how accessible yeah, people's access. actual stories are. Sure. You know, actual creatives. You didn't really get a chance to really talk to creatives, cool creatives. You mm-hmm. know, so you know my my um um you know now like my mom sends me those. Those on my birthdays, my mom sends me those notes wow. that teachers wrote. Oh, that's that. incredible. As a joke, <laughs> like, keep going, keep yeah. going against the grain, baby. Yeah. yeah. And my mom, so dope, man. When I was a kid, I remember this vividly. Whenever they would send me, you know, whenever they would, she would, you know, they would send me home with these, you know, drawings that <laughs> I, I was supposed to give my mom. Um, you know, she would always say. Um, uh, it's not wrong, baby. It's just wrong timing. Wow. And, you know? It's Boom. not wrong. It's just wrong timing, you know? <sighs> and, man, I use that. I mean, that rings in my head a lot. You know what that, I mean? That, that is a moment, though. Oh, because man, yeah. if it was wrong... Right. As the parents saw it, you yeah. would have seen it differently. Totally differently. Totally differently. But you know, it, it it kind of it also let me know like timing is absolutely Everything. Par- you know, paramount. Yeah. Oh, it's great that she didn't discourage that. You know, yeah, like, man. Hey, yeah. stop doing that, listen to your teachers. But yeah. It was like low key, like, I see what you're doing. Yeah. But You'll you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep yeah. going, and even that message then. Incredible. Who, who are some of your role models as a kid? Because I'm thinking, like, when you have these older brothers mm-hmm. who are telling you, "Don't be like me," mm-hmm. um, you know. And I feel like a lot of your your immediate role model, if it's not your father, maybe it's an mm-hmm. inspiring like older sibling. You know, actually, man, I, you know, I would. S- I remember saying as a kid, you know, that my mom was my role model. Mm. Entrepreneur, came from, came from, I mean, hardworking grandmother as well, but they weren't affluent, you know what I mean? First um, to go to college and to graduate and wow. just, I mean, built everything herself, you know? So I was, I was like, man, like, man, you're a woman and I know that, but you're a person and what you've done is hard for a man and or woman, you know, yeah. uh, and especially for a woman knowing, you know, that things aren't necessarily um, uh, um, as as equal as they should be in your yeah. industry, you know, um, man, that was like my role model. That was like she's running a race with weights on and like keeping up, you know what I mean? By herself, yeah, you know, and everybody else and is you're in a, basking in that, and everybody else is in a relay. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, but she's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, and and those weights could have been me and my sister. Those weights could have been, you know, other things that you know, life itself. Other guys didn't have to deal with, you know. Yeah, but she still ran that race, man, mm. and she and she wanted to compete, which is 
absolutely incredible. So, you know, I, I definitely saw her as a role model. But in terms of male role models, you know, my dad, he he's super dope dude. Um, you know, but he wasn't somebody that I was like, I want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I really didn't have anyone in my life that was like, I want to be that guy. Wow. So I, I, I you know, so I, I grew up kind of like, man, kind of attaching um, my interest to people in, in media and in eras, right? I loved the 70s. I didn't really fuck with hip hop. And like, you know, my brother was like, you know, listening to Pac and my friends and, you know, and, uh, you know, I was kind of listening. I was listening to more like like Biggie and all of that and Nas and stuff, but I really didn't listen to rap a lot, man. I, um... I listened to like soul a lot, like Shuggy Otis. Oh and wow! As a kid, man, like wow. none that of my was, friends before, were listening to that. Yeah, yeah. none of my. Yeah. <laughs> so there was nobody that I could have a conversation with about music outside wow. of my mom or my dad. We would be listening to the same stuff. You Did know? they expose you to that, or was that like your own find? Oh, for sure, they exposed they, okay, me to so. it. And I saw my mom is like my. I still see my mom is mad cool. She's mad cool. You yeah. Know? So she had great taste in music. And my dad, he's mad cool too. And he, he's a record collector. So his jazz uh, catalog was just crazy. So the sounds that I would hear were just always really, really beautiful. They surrounded me with a lot of um, sonic candy, you know. And I, I kind of grew up with that that taste level. You yeah. know, sonic older candy. Sonic Absolutely. Candy. Eat it you up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean, I grew up with that taste level, man. You know, with For that real. really, like, with that sweet, like, robust taste <laughs> level and sound where, um, uh, you know, a lot of my friends, they kind of, um, which a lot of us, a lot of our friends and peers now, they kind of just listen to what they're fed. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's not mm. usually n- nutritious, really. <laughs> you know? And you and gotta so, get the right type of candy, yo. Yo, straight <laughs> that up, shit ain't nutritious. Straight what y'all up. putting in your bodies? Straight up, yo, yo. Like even, th- I mean, bro. Like I mean, we pay attention to what we eat, right? And like you know, in health. But I mean, I'm trying to get better. But but which is which is <laughs> which we all should be doing. You pay you know? attention, you just don't care. Yes. <laughs> At moments, I do not give zero. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, you absolutely. But I mean, isn't that so interesting? With I mean, our diet it doesn't just have to pertain to what we ingest. Do mm. you know what I mean? Um, in terms of food, you know, it 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 it's definitely in what we ingest um, intellectually as well, <laughs> for sure. You Damn. know, so like you know the things that I would ingest intellectually. You know, I really, you know, I would hear the stuff that's like, you know, um, I'm a thug, I'm a killer, I, I sell, I sell pocket full of stones, <laughs> yeah. hate in the middle of the bar, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know. That wasn't nutritious, though. It wasn't really, and it isn't really nutritious no. to our community, really, you know? Straight also, up. you were so turned off to it by your brother. I, absolutely. So, like, now you're listening yeah. to these songs, you're like, all right, there's the glorifying of this you just can't really get with absolutely and 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 i also and even as a kid i also knew that it was um kind of kind of of trying what kind of brainwashing us to see ourselves differently Mm. you know like we weren't we weren't talking about being regal or royal or smart or 
or or beautiful or, you know we were talking about like killing each other and like selling each other poison which we still do you know yeah and objectifying our women and objectifying each other you know um but uh um you know i was listening to stuff that were like it's like yo um marvin gay and al green they're talking about love i'm so tired of being alone you know yeah. what i mean like you know, uh, Slide the Family Stone, like, yeah. like things that were really, you know, Bob Marley, things, things that were really about um, mood and like love and and um, life, life, really, you know. Because those, like, those cats, like, like, it, it's beautiful when you have creators, right? You see these types of worlds that we're living in, especially now. You know, even like you think of Atlanta and Chicago, mm-hmm. like it's it's not wrong, but they're mm-hmm. speaking of. The glorification of what their communities have gone through right yeah. now, right? but um, I mean, but that—that's like that's on some National Geographic. That that's that's the same shit that rap is the same shit that you know when you see those infomercials about <coughs> um, Africa, donate to Africa, and it's and it's some white chick standing next to a black to an African kid with flies on their face and some yeah. shit like that. Sarah McLachlan playing in the background. You know, but that's all you see, right? That's all you see and that's how you see Africa, you mm, know? Yeah. But man, I mean there there are places in Africa that are absolutely regal. Robust. Beautiful, like modern, tasteful, you know, their kids that look like royalty, bathed in gold, like beautiful. You yeah. know what I mean? And but we don't see that, you know, because how would we see us? How how would that change the social dynamic mm-hmm. of what it is to be black in America, which is huge? Black being black is a huge. Um, it's a huge commodity, you know. It's very much like like gold for sure, yeah. you know. Um, Agreed. In terms of culture, just just the way that black people have kind of infused culture with so much color and. And and, and 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 rhythm and love and you know and soul, um, but you know it's 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 crazy because it's um it's kind of a it's a it's a dynamic that that's kind of been e- exploited you know and in the seventies it was beautiful because a lot of you know people of color they they knew that they knew they were royal they were fight the power I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm a king, I'm a queen, you know what I mean? They were yeah, calling each yeah, other brother, they were calling yeah. each other, you know, they were calling each other other things as well, but, you know, it wasn't anywhere near as much, as as, as drastic as, um, or as negative as the 90s, you know, yeah. so. And it was um, a lot more unity back then. Absolutely, so a lot around, more around, unity. Around yeah. the cause. And, and, and a lot more intellectual music, and a lot more, yes. you know, um, intellectual spaces so you even had like dylan back in that day like speaking against yeah absolutely life absolutely and, yeah you know all of these cats absolutely during that time it was like I, I feel like it's crazy because it's a little foreshadowing as to now mm-hmm. right like you see um donald trump is president right now yeah and you know there are a lot of decisions that are being made that in the grander scheme of things, unless we're really politically in tune, we can only see them for the surface value, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was having a talk with with a friend of mine, and I was like, do you really think that uh, Donald Trump can really like undo our economy and really set us back, right? 
And what he was saying, he's like, you know what? I really don't think the economy in four years, I don't think so. But in terms of foreign policy and in terms of different things that are outside of our control, of course you can, right? But then you see you have this, le this supposed leader, right, that is making these statements that you also now see in this world of access that people are not agreeing to. Just like back in that time, it was Vietnams and all of these different things happening and the social and unrest in the community, mm -hmm. black and white, mm -hmm. right? But now, just like then, I feel like a lot more people are banding together around ideology, right? Mm -hmm. Around a concept of something different than what's given to us. And I feel like going back to those creators and those artists is what the Marvins and the, the Sams and the Al Greens spoke to, right, were the concept of something better mm -hmm. than now. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The concept of something bigger than us. Absolutely, yeah. As opposed absolutely. to where I feel like hip-hop, even in that time, was aspiration based on what we didn't have mm -hmm. and now we're going to take it, mm -hmm. which is that culture. You had these forces and these voices that were speaking on what I'm going through, what we're going through, what can this be, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's beautiful to see that those types of voices, even outside of you know a dominant male figure in which you look up to, but then for you to tie yourself to eras like, the era in which you enjoy the most yeah, yeah, is yeah. a very significant decade. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's huge. The 70s. Man, 70s was, and, and I mean, bro, I mean, even down to like, bro, I, I watched Good Times, mm -hmm. you know, like religiously. I loved watching Good Times. I loved watching the Jeffersons. I loved watching 227. Um, I loved watching those shows, man. And, you know, I, I I was like into like, yo, whenever I could wear anything from the 70s, I would. Yeah. Bell bottoms, <laughs> fucking, the hat. It was crazy. I, was, I used to say like in in school, dynamite, yeah, you know, like you, fucking Jay-Z. Oh, my God. I, I was, you know, I was that kid and like, you know, but, I, I you know, what I thought was cool wasn't really sagging your pants or like, shit is like way crazy big for you i was like man like fucking um uh um marvin gay's fly you know yeah. what i mean fucking sydney portier's fly <laughs> did, like that, did that separate you from your friends or your social circle yeah i mean i was um i would get teased but i was also the cool kid mm. girls liked me and um i was uh um, I was really athletic, so I was always on the basketball team, and like you know, and and you know, in, in my community, you're on the basketball team, you're in a whole nother, you're you're automatically in that cool yeah. kid crowd, especially if you're starting and, and and if you're talented. So, you know, it was kind of uh, you know, it was funny to to people, but yeah. kind of had to deal with it. Dynamite, yeah, baby. I had they had to deal with it, you yeah. know, and um. But yo, I mean, growing up, that's that's you know, I never really saw people in my community that I really looked up to. So, um, I uh, I really I really aspired to be the um, to. 
to look up to the to to my future self. <sighs> really, really, absolutely. Was that like from a young age? Or absolutely. That- I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a even, very like profound abs- way to look at it. Absolutely. I mean, I I knew that I could that I could be really anything I wanted to be. My mom would always tell me that, man. She's so incredible. Such an incredible woman. And she would always say, like, whatever you want to do. What did you want to do? Um, I wanted to be a basketball player when I was younger. I was really creative, but... Did basketball <laughs> did basketball extend into high school? Was it like something yeah, no, you, you no. Did basketball serious? went from you know grammar school, high school to college. Oh, you played um, in college? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so basketball was Early. really a, a a hardcore path. Yeah, man. I was um, yeah, man. We, I mean, yeah, we won state every year in, in uh, wow high school that I was on varsity, and like two years after I was on varsity, well, two years after I I, I left and went to school. Um, the college I went to was basically, um, uh, you know, I, I visited and, um, you know, uh, um, you know, met with coaches and all that jazz while I was in high school. And, um, but when I got there, I had to really, <coughs> had to really like work super hard to really get a chance, you know. What play. was that? Uh, was the competition was different? Was uh, it? Well, it was really in basketball, man, with many things. It's not, it's very much like any job. It's politics. You know, Absolutely. How, how does your boss see you? Mm. How, how, how much confidence does your boss have in you um, to execute? And sometimes figuring out what that language is i've always been terrible at that why you know i've all i've always been terrible at like because you seem like someone who like is so aware socially mm-hmm. of like you know commu- like communicating wise Absolutely. and just like yeah. what's going on around you but it's, it's also I, I can't do it uh disingenuously i can't so the person that you get from me it's really how i literally feel you know so you know if if a coach um you know if a coach wants me to um if a coach wants me to do something that i don't think makes sense you know i'm going to be um i'm i'm, I'm going to be vocal about it in a way that isn't offensive yeah. but i'm still going to be vocal about it which you're going to challenge authority yeah i mean which is you know which is anti establishment which is anti um, you know, coach sometimes. Yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? <laughs> you know? Straight up, hey, do as I say. Yeah. I'm the coach. Exactly. You're the player. Exactly. Get out there. You know? Put points on the board. But I'm I'm also a very uh I'm a very strategic thinker, you know? So and I and I'm an involved teammate. So, you know, I would I would challenge to say, and that's kind of the story of my life, you know, is this kind of challenging, you know. I would try not to say, wait, what if we did it like this? Mm-hmm. This is possible. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it saved time. We get to the to the bucket like this. Their defense is, is doing this. This would be perfect. Yeah. Right. What do you think? You know, and as opposed to a coach saying, um, hmm, let's try it. You know, it would usually be, no. Yeah. This is what it is. <laughs> Always. And you're no. just like 
okay. You know? No. Absolutely. You know what? Where, where other teammates would be like, you know, a coach would say, this is what it is. And even if it's a not, not a good idea, it's, all right, coach, you wanted me to do that? Okay, boom. Yeah. He does it. And then the coach is mad at him, but he's happy that he did what he did. You know Ooh. what I mean? Or, 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 or the coach, or, or he does it, fucks up. The coach is okay with it. And, and, and everything keeps, keeps going. Exactly. And, and, and if I would do it, well, if, 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 if I would take a play and improvise in the way that I felt was better, you know, and it worked, a coach would be pissed at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For like, real. This is to spite me. This is, yeah. you know what I mean? So I was kind of that rebellious guy, but I would always be on teams because I had a 42 inch vertical. I could jump out the gym. It was really super athletic. Mm. I, I could bench press <laughs> with like a, with like a, I, I could bench press with a lineman, with, with the lineman team. Love. I was really strong, really athletic. Um, so I could rebound really well and, um, you know, I used to love dunking on people. So that was like a, you know, that could change the momentum of a game. So, um, but it would just be, be kind of tough on coaches. Yeah. You know, did that, did that, I guess, uh, did the allure for the game leave you because of the hard-nosed system that it was in, the yeah, dominance sure. of authority, and also the politics? Well, for sure. Hell yeah. But because if, like, if for I, somebody, to, like, we all, like, the, the ball is life, hoop, dreams, yeah. right? The ones that go through it and do it, like, some are fortunate enough to have that great coach that's, yep. like, learn each yeah, other. Let's, absolutely. Like, Rick Pitino, yeah, like, yeah. let's get it together. Yeah, yep. What do you know about yeah. the man next to you? Yep. Let's all be vocal. But yep. then sometimes you have the hard-nosed coaches that – Sometimes a Bobby Knight is going to be really good for a type of player right, or not. Right, right. Right. It's all in the cards. Right. Right. But that is the game. Absolutely. Because yeah, even yeah. when cats get to the pros, you, the athlete is expendable. Yeah. Like, thank you. Cool. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You're, you're getting shipped off, and yeah. we don't need to tell you, you're a commodity, my friend. Exactly. You're not like. This, like I'll send you to New York if I want exactly. you to go, and I'm getting value for you. Absolutely, you become, and, and that's I mean that that system, man. It 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 felt like, you know, we were objectified, you mm. know, and it felt like we were expendable pieces in the game, you know. <coughs> and you know, I remember looking, looking around one day um, during a game, and you know, a coach, you know, running a play. And remembering, um, you know, the way, uh, you know, the teams aren't really playing against each other. The coaches are playing against each other. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody on the floor is doing exactly what these coaches yes. are telling them to do, you know. And I felt like I, I, was, I, was, I was a coach, you know. I, I'm, you know, in life, you know. I'm, I'm not a I'm not You're a not piece. one of the herd. I'm not, you know, that's how I felt, um, you know, young, but also, you know, when I had the chance to, 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 to stop playing sports and focus more on, on, on independence, you know. Was there a defining moment or was it just like it phased out natural? Um, man, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was around a bunch of guys that were, um, uh, athletes as well, and um, you know, football, basketball, 
And I remember you were bench pressing with the linemen. You were jumping no, out no. gyms doing backflips. Yeah, no, bro. Like I was like national yeah. dunk contests, all of that jazz. Like crazy. Like Uri jumping, Jamil, jumping baby. over people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I'm I'm about I'm like six four, six three mm. now, and I could still dunk you know like really like really i'm six easy. foot with a three inch vertical dog i cannot get up that's that's good that's, <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's good that's good my, la- race, my, my lack of calves and my just gorgeously chubby belly just do not allow me bro. to enter the air bro run with your race much. bro like but you, you got a 42 inch vertical i got a 4.2 inch <laughs> you know <what> i'm saying <laughs> but you jump out the gym in other ways off top Absolutely, and we top. all do. You know, we all do. So you know, run your race, bro. What was? Oh shit, we running, baby. Right, straight you know up. I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm pre-Fontaine. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> straight uh, up. So you were around these athletes. Like, was there a moment, or was it just like, what? What was that transition? Yeah, yeah. It was like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not like these guys. You know, these mm-hmm. guys are like highly impressionable. They see themselves as what they've been told to be. Mm-hmm. Where the elite look like the herd. I mean, they were the herd. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the elites usually um, in that realm, in entertainment yes. and in sports, they're usually the herd, you mm. know, usually. Because um, it's very stereotypical, you yes. know. Wins, you know, I, I would love to see, you know, someone, um, you know, as... Uh, I remember, you know, watching like, uh, watching, um, I mean, like, like a UFC, UFC, that whole community. I'm not really in the UFC at all. Yeah. But I love how diverse the community is, right? You have a guy come to a meet, come, come, come to a weigh in in a fucking Italian tailored suit. Yeah. Incredible. Just incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. You know what I mean? And um, and the other guys probably in what you know, whatever, yeah. but... In his Reebok gear. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, but in basketball, everyone's dressed the same. They're wearing the same brands. They all have stylists and shit now that buy yeah. the clothes like for them. Designer label, designer label, designer label. It's nothing unique. And they all wear it the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so, you know, you don't really get a chance to really see um, diversity. So a, a lot of people in that world, they kind of just adhere to what, mm-hmm. you know, that description or, you know, that that uh, that that visual is. So for me, I was like, man, I'm not I'm not that I'm not, you know, the way that they there be, be dudes talking about like trading girls and yeah you know and for me i'm like man that's um i guess that's the ability i guess that's cool but i yeah. don't want that girl that's, yeah. that's willing to be traded versus the reality and then and then that girl's like the hopeless romantic you know what i'm saying it's just like what yeah, is it, life right it, now? sometimes like, it's like those fantasies are just like fantasies but the reality of it is like no this bro, is yeah, yeah, yeah it's bro. Like, bro, this is what? not cracking at yeah. all i'm good at i'm, I'm good on that you it's know like something that, <laughs> yeah. like, what it like Hey, it's all like ego bullshit. Yeah, it's like super alpha, but then you're just like, wait, 
what? Bro? Like, it's also like disgusting yeah. and like, <laughs> yeah. like wow, you know what I mean? And Unfulfilled, yeah, yeah, you know. And there's such an emptiness to yeah, that, exactly. like allure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Absolutely. Like, like, oh, I just like I went through six chickies and yeah, whole thing, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, all right, y'all just painted like a movie <laughs> that somebody went on Pornhub and watched. But right, it's like, right, right, right. How right. did you feel after that? Right, right. How right. long after that were you the man in your mind? Right. Because you yeah. have six of your other homies fluids like yeah flowing you know what i mean so nasty is that really tight yeah bro yeah bro i mean are y'all really like high-fiving like you're straight that? up like, good straight up, straight up. hey my man's hey you had and her long enough bro her right and, and she's walking over Jesus. like i'd be looking at it like are you what world bro you insane. know but that's like you know and that is that like that is that 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 facade of like yeah. you know bravado. yeah yeah but you know man it's man i i you know, I'm so grateful, man, to have, you know, a mom that made me okay with feeling, with being weird. Yes. She would always say, like, man, you're so you're so different, or you're so, uh, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and she yeah. would say it in a way that's, like... Um, it was, like, nurturing, like, or...? Yeah, well... Like comedically, like making fun of like you know, I'd 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 buy some shoes. <laughs> I'd want some shoes, and I'd be like, "Yo, mom, I need these." And she'd be like, "These, these are so ugly. You're so weird. You know what I mean?" And I wear them, and I'd be like, "Yo, you know what I mean?" And <laughs> yeah, your bell like, bottoms on, right? Like, <laughs> Yo, she'd be like, you know. So man, you know, poor mom, man. You know, <laughs> she had a she, she, thank mom though. Man, oh my god, because she still got them. Man, I, you know my when my mom visits my friends. Uh, th- I, I always introduce her to you know fam. I always have her come around Sunday dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You were out of town when she was uh, yeah. when she was here, but um, man, you know she she sees my circle and she sees my life <coughs> here, and she's like, man, Aria, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. You know, I'm so proud of you. Like, you know, you're surrounded by so much love. You share so much love. It's so beautiful. You yeah. Know? And, you know, but, you know, I, I was that weird kid that she she had to, like, grow. You yeah. know what I mean? And, man, I'm just so grateful for her because I, she she saved my life for sure. <laughs> You were that times. weird kid, right? For sure, and yeah. Offline, yeah. we had a very beautiful conversation about the definition of weird. Yeah. Can we pull that definition yeah. of weird up? So, so, so my because two, imagine somebody like because yeah. like we've all been to, I've been told I'm weird as shit. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm very like a motherfucker needs to have an exquisite palate to be able to digest me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but when we hear weird, it's insane. It's incredible. Not insane. But it's incredible what, love you too, baby boy, what connotation yeah. does to things. Yeah, yeah, when we yeah. think about paradigms and all this, yeah, yeah. like weird we see negatively mm-hmm. or like kind of just, I don't want to be weird. Yeah, I want to yeah. be special. Yeah. But what is the definition of weird? So the, so, Two of my favorite words, hands down, which we discussed offline earlier, mm-hmm. are struggle and weird. So, but we're talking about weird. So weird, um, I'll be called weird all the time. 
and I uh, from everyone, you know, people that love me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, you know, you know, they call me weird with a smile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so there are times where I had this like, <coughs> you know, it feel alienating, but it also feel positive. Yeah. You know, and when my mom would say it, it would make me feel special. You know, and she would no. Actually, she wouldn't say. Uh, she would always say, "You're not weird. You're special." Yeah. Right. No, no, she didn't say weird. You're special. <laughs> I'm tripping. No, it's all coming back. Yeah, to Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's beautiful. She would say. She would always say, "You're not weird. You're rare." Oh, <laughs> we found it. That's mama. actually what she would say. <laughs> you're not weird. You're rare. You're, you're, you're rare. rare. Yeah. And um, so one day. I and so that type of <coughs> even thinking about you know that type of woman raised me yes someone that like you know what I mean yeah. like really like nurtured that, that and yeah. made it cool yes. yeah. you know what I mean you felt made special you, made you feel good about it yo I embraced it you know what I mean yeah. me and like bell bottoms was like yo Uri you're, you're rare B like, I respect I wish I could be as rare same. as you and bell bottoms yo. but I have zero calves <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be like fucking stilts and bell bottoms you know? <laughs> no but like even like like you know thinking about like you know you can't really predict what your kid is gonna be into no. you know and whatever that but you can that nurture fucking, them into comfort absolutely mm. absolutely you know absolutely and that's you know, some parents, um, they steer them away from certain directions. Yeah. Some, some totally embrace it and they're like, you know, that, that dad that, you know, plays makeup with his daughter, that's fresh. Yeah. yeah. Super me. fresh. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, you know, that mom that, um, you know, that tells her son that you're not weird, you're rare. That's yeah. fresh to me, man. And like, and, you know. You know, it was it it was really on some like, um, it's really on some like, man, like this is dope. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dope that I'm me. So, I looked up the word weird and uh, weird. Um, when, when I was when, when I was like probably in my in my teens, I, I looked it up and was like, no, moms calls me weird. Everybody calls me weird. I love it. What does it mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. And um. Uh, it, it means the 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 uh, it means to wait. It means um, damn uh, to wait. Yeah, let's pull, pull that up. up. Pull it let's up. Pull that up. I, I totally Thanks forgot. to technology. Wait, uh, there we go. <laughs> Suggesting that something is supernatural or uncanny. Bang bang! Incredible, right? Um, so thinking about that, like if someone walks up to you and they say. You are supernatural. You're 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 uncanny. Mm. You know, it's a very different different feeling than feeling weird. than you're weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a negative connotation to you it. You know, absolutely. But really, you know, that's the reality of what weird is. That's the <coughs> that's the reality of that's the spirit of that word. Yes. You know, um, uh, and um, it brought me closer to that word. You know, it it brought me closer to that reality. Like, yes. make sure that you be unbelievable. Mm. You know, do things that are like unreasonable. Absolutely. You know, and that's my fucking life. B. I love that. B. Absolutely, for that's real, my life. For real. You know, especially, especially 
And like after I stopped playing ball, that's what my life became. Like, yo, be absurd. Take us through that. Yeah. Because that's man. a switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. I, I, I had a conversation with one of my professors. I was, uh, I was a double major in college. Um, um, I was in the School of Business and uh, in communications as well. So um, PR. That's a beautiful marriage and marketing. of, of yeah, two yeah, uh, yeah. worlds of academia. It was super cool. Yeah, it was super cool to like, you know, be around um, other kids that were interested in the way stories were told about mm-hmm. product. And, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's marketing and PR. It's really just storytelling. Yes. You know, and I love the literature. Love, still love literature. So, and I love, um, I love the ability to earn as well. So, telling stories in a way that has ROI is something <laughs> that is, yes. you know, beautiful for me. You know, Get beautiful that turn to me. on your yes. intellect. You know, what absolutely. Uh, uh. Uh, I wish we had a Funk Flex bomb drop <laughs> bomb. Yeah, 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 fucking, fucking. I'm gonna get 97. Uh, we're getting the app. Fucking, come on. We need a. We need that air horn that <laughs> that Jamaican air horn real quick. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So you know, I I I remember having a conversation with one of my professors, it's a consumer behavior uh, class, and. He was obviously teaching from the book, right? Everything, you know, everything. You would not find me in class if a teacher just went oh, straight from the book. Yeah, straight from the worst. book. I'll, I'll read the book. Fucking yeah. Worse. Oh, my God. Thanks for standing here and reading yeah. this textbook. That's I mean, you're worst. basically there for attendance. They're marking your yeah. name as Especially being there. Especially in college when you're credit. paying for that. You're like, yo, I already paid for the book this, and yeah. I'm paying to be here. Yeah. Like, I don't need to pay you. To read me the book, it was it, it was boring. It was um, it wasn't compelling. It was dated. It was a dated ass book, you know. <laughs> and it was a dated ass course. So I challenged the professor constantly to teach us, constantly. You in, know? in what ways? How would you how would you go about asking that? questions that um, that 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 were relevant? You know, so you know technology wasn't a part of the con- social media wasn't a part of the conversation really in that consumer behavior class it's it, it was for sure becoming a, a huge um subject in business sure and i would bring it up bring that up a lot i would bring um you know uh the 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 way the media's messaging is is, is changing the, the internet is, is coming Absolutely. I mean, the internet was was huge. I mean, Facebook, that's Facebook, you know? And MySpace. And MySpace, the end of MySpace, but... Oh, oh, during that time. In 2000, this was like 2005. Okay, yeah. So as MySpace was ended, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Facebook was lit, though. Yeah. Lit, Twitter was lit, yeah. And, um, you know, but those weren't in the conversation. So I... uh, um, I remember having an argument with him and saying, um, you know, I'm going to start a business that will make more. Well, it kind of, it, it became a heated conversation. Right? Was this dirt in class? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Take us through the depths of this convo. Yeah. I mean, well, it was it was basically me saying, um, well, he he was talking about um, ambiance. 
right? And how in retail, ambiance is everything, you know? But I, but he only talked about retail, like how, like when you're there, you know? But there's an ambiance that starts before you get there. There's a story that gets you there, you know? And I was arguing um, that the story that gets you there, it's as if not more important than the destination, you know? And um, I mean, you want the destination to be incredible, but um, they're gonna leave with the whole story, you know? And sometimes the introduction is what you remember the most. So, you know, it turned into, uh, it, it, it escalated, I guess, into me saying, me challenging him and saying, you know, well, well him, us challenging each other, right? But him challenging, well, me challenging him and saying, I will start a business that will prove that this is a profitable theory and how to go about building a campaign, right? Yeah. And um, in my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to make more than his salary, right, this year. So in my mind, I'm like, that's 50000 let me do 50000 this year. I'm like, I'm 19 at the time, um, which is 50000 is like, the fuck? You're not about to make $50,000. There are kids that are making 40000 that are graduating, 50000 that are graduating business school. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, um, entry level. But I'm like, I'm going to do fifty, And I'm going to show them. And boom, you know? So I'm obsessed about this idea of doing something, but I had no fucking idea what I was gonna do, you mm-hmm. know? What was that destination for them, you know? There has to be a destination. That's the end of the story, you know? But And prior to this, have you had any like business, even just like no. in your journey growing up? Nothing. You didn't sell you like nothing. This is it. The first no. time. So the only thing really was my mom. My mom, okay. she owns a market research firm. And she built her business from the ground up and seeing her move. That's that's what really made me want to get into marketing, seeing her move and seeing her make bread, you know, bought a vacation crib, bought a Lexus. She bought an RV. (laughs) That's lit. You know, she was lit. You know what I mean? And independent. So I was like, man, I want to be able to do those things, too, and do those things for her and my family as well. So. So this this is really the first time you're stepping into Absolutely, like, yeah. all right, because I bring that up because when it's your first time, it's not just about the concept. You like your wheels start going in your brain about yeah. all the logi- all the, all the logistical yeah. things. Absolutely, the yeah. possibilities, yeah. the ideas, um, even like building like what what it means to build a business and how to make money. And like they, there's a lot of things that you have to think and about. And a lot of roadblocks because it's completely uncertain territory. Tons. Are you willing to go there? So uh, yo, green. That, 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 that huge wall, you know yeah. what I mean, which we spoke about earlier, you know, that, that super high wall <coughs> that we stand, that we find ourselves standing in between um, our uh, goals and dreams, you know. Um, but that wall, it's, it's super thin, yeah. you know. And... You know, all those things are like, fuck, I got to do this, 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 this. How am I going to, you know, once you start, everything is like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Done. 
done. But rarely, she get on that rarely bike. are people comfortable to start. Especially, that's all it is. Yeah. Especially having never done it. And all, that's yeah. what I want to, and I want to talk about this. Another thing we kind of talked off offline was this <laughs> offline. Off, offline. The Caucasian offline came out. <laughs> <laughs> was that there's there's look there's this concept of this wall right, and it's super tall, um, big. You don't think there's any way over it. Or around it, but somehow you have to you have to make it over, mm-hmm. but you don't even know where to start. Yeah, and because of that, you don't even do it. You don't even yeah. take the chance when yeah. really all you have to do is take two steps to the side yeah. and walk around that thin ass wall. Yeah. So the decision, <laughs> I feel you, you know, yeah. so so the decision to to go for it, the action is easy, mm-hmm. but the decision. Is actually the Everything. part that you can yeah. get caught up months and months and months about yeah. and just never do. It's all in your head too, right? Yeah. It's like it's it's all the argument that you're having with yourself inside, and you're not, up. and it's stopping you from from um you know from 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 going. You know, yeah. you don't even turn on the you don't even turn the key on the ignition. You know what I mean? You're just yeah. like, how the fuck am I gonna start driving? How am I gonna how am I gonna <clears throat> get there, you know, and you think about how the fuck am I gonna get there for so long that you never get there, you know, and I, I'm, I'm terrified. That is a huge thing in my life, being terrified of, and I think being terrified of things is awesome because mm. there are these, and it's different for everybody. Everybody has nightmares about certain things. I think that's what makes us human, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm terrified of a life unlived, you know? I'm terrified. I'm terrified of like looking back one day and being like, damn, there's nothing I can do. To that fear like of a life back. unlived weighs way greater than, oh my God, like what if this isn't going to work? Yeah, yeah. Because you're not yeah. living if you're not making the decisions. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, man. You know, so I mean, there's, I, I had that moment of that conversation of like with myself of like, man, this is, is going to be a lot. But. I also told, I also had that conversation with myself saying, yo, like, you can't not put this in your story. You got to do this. You know, this is, this is what Uri is going to do. This is what Uri would do, do, do right now. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, and really, you know, we, we are, we are inside of ourselves kind of controlling this vessel doing exact doing exactly making it do what exactly what we want it to do yes you know what i mean yes and writing the story exactly the way we want to if we said right now i want to jump on top of the table i want uri to jump on top of the table and do a backflip right now if i say right now in my story i want to give anusha high five bang that's in our story forever forever you know what i mean Forever. That's in our story, but that's Literally. as that's as simple. Literally. That's as simple as it is. Wow. Done. Bah. In the story. You know, but I mean you could you, you could do that with calling, um, cold calling that brand that you want to work with. You could do that with walking up to that girl that is intimidating to you. You could do that with I mean, really, everything, anything in yeah, our lives, bro. It's you know what I mean? The action. Absolutely right. So, you know that me not taking that action, that page being blank in my yeah. story, Mm-mm. is terrifying. I feel you. So, More terrifying than actually like 
doing it and Absolutely. failing Absolutely. And, and looking at the story and being like this wasn't exactly how I saw it Absolutely. yeah because because that's how that's how, the the reason there's the fear is that you're gonna go do this you're gonna go commit yeah. and undertake this big obstacle and fail yeah. or get rejected yeah. or be in a worse place yeah. than you currently are but really that's <laughs> that's usually not how it goes and even if it does who gives a fuck but you know I <coughs> I'm a, I'm a firm believer that we don't lose, we learn. Mm. We do not lose, we learn. There's you no, are goddamn right. Yeah, get no. your phone out. <laughs> Write that quote, buddy. We don't. I'm we right. don't lose. I we love learn. you. If we don't no, lose, we real. learn. But it takes time. We never to get fail. There. We don't fail. Like, bro, you're going through this at 19. Yeah, yeah. For I sure. really, with conviction, went through this at 27. Yeah, yeah. Right. And look at the lives that we lead. Yeah. Yeah. I can openly and honestly say that, like, I didn't grasp that content, the concept until it was all taken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't have the internal fortitude to be like, I say it now, like, yes, we need to go out. I didn't have the internal fortitude to be like, you know what? I'm going to make this fucking decision. Let's go. I was scared shitless yeah. of how it would look. And mm-hmm. what if I'm not as good as everybody sees me as? Mm-hmm. Or what if You're I, staring what at if that I wall. completely fail? Right? And I was bound by that fear. Yeah. Prison. Shout, out, shout out to the horns outside. Shout out to the horns. <laughs> Talk to me, baby. No, but like, for real, I was yeah. bound by that fear. Yeah. And I can openly say it now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, dog, look, 19, I was 27. Mm-hmm. Right? But... The beauty in that gap also is that look at where we all are in our lives. Mm-hmm. It it just has to happen. Absolutely. Right. Man, bro, it's mm. not about bro, it's not about time, man. Once again, it's about timing. Mm. You know? And that timing is quotables on quotables. It's true. For real. You know, and and that time is different for all of our stories, man. Absolutely, all of our stories, and it's it's not there's it's because my it's, handwriting isn't the same as yours. Absolutely, right. Your your voice isn't the same. Your laugh is the same. Your timing can't be the same. No. You know what I mean? There are going to be some things that I go through later, as well. You know what I mean? And that's the way it's supposed to be. I think that's what makes um, our community so important. You yes. know, is you know, if 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 you've gone through something earlier than me, I have you there to yeah. advise me through yes. this stage. You yes. know what I mean? If that we're you, open enough to communicate, absolutely, with one another. absolutely. I mean, but and that's only a gift that you can give yourself. But <laughs> that's 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 the it's is right, that's I knew, I knew she's done. Hey, this podcast, is <laughs> Uri, Uri, we appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, it's been great, listeners. Hey, it's been a wonderful podcast. <laughs> 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 he has spoken. <laughs> and we're out, y'all. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the word of God. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I completely feel you, though. <laughs> yeah, bro. I completely feel you. Yeah. That is only nobody, a gift that you can give yourself. Nobody can give it to you but you, you know? And But it's a huge gift, you know? And, and you know, you pay for that gift with vulnerability, you know what I mean? <laughs> and which is, which is ultimately strength, y'all. <coughs> it 
is. You know, that, that is a gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely, but yo. we're just so scared. Yeah, yeah, to take it there. Yeah, but you know, I I think once again, man, fear. It's it's a powerful motivator, man, because it 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 gives you a victory lap. Especially well, though, when you see it as fearing not fulfilling living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I like we always had that in my mind. Like, what if I don't? I I I used to always sell myself on fucking. I'm not scared of failing. I'm just scared of not attaining my highest potential. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, yeah, idiot, because you're not even fucking moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So what's failing or your highest potential? You're fucked on both. Right. Right. Until yeah. I wasn't. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you had it set in your mind of it is worse to look back and have a blank page <laughs> than to look back on your journal and notice that you scribbled, scrabbled, put a dot, 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 and yeah. say, I don't know what the fuck else I'm going to say, Absolutely, but yeah. we'll move forward. Yeah. And then on the next day, it was a few more paragraphs, and then on the next day, it was mm-hmm. a much more cohesive story. Mm-hmm. And then looking back at it, you see through the progression of time where your story has taken you, and you mm-hmm. look back and you smile mm-hmm. because you look at that and you say, how much growth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look at that and you appreciate how much life has been lived and will continue to be lived, mm-hmm. but there's a stride now. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, the pain bro, is I mean, stronger. The story is stronger. It means more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and let's go back to, you know, what you were saying about struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, your other favorite word. You know, mm. it's... <laughs> Did you get that out the notepad, baby? Because oh, you're writing the gems down. You know, your other favorite word being struggle. We'll, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yo, like, uh, you know, my, my so I'm, I'm in Atlanta one day uh, with my younger sister. Um, I moved her to Alabama with me to finish school. That's my, my, my best friend, one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, my younger sister, Nia Hall, uh, Nia Alicia Hall. Um, and mm. she, uh, you know, she sees this mural um in little five point and it said trust your struggle <laughs> right that a few months later my sister shows my sister shows me a tattoo that's on her side it says trust your struggle wow right so i you know i kept seeing i i kept like seeing that in my head i kept seeing that mural you know yeah and um you know, I came to this realization, fucking right, trust your struggle, right? And and my sister came to that realization as well. I'm sure this is why she each wants her yeah, permanently to remind you. Know? Yeah. And um but I, I realize that it's the struggle, it's beautiful. You know, struggle some people say, I'm struggling, I'm struggling and it's it's all perspective. Yes. You know? The way that we see your struggle either, is different than mine. Absolutely. But it's, it's you know, whether it's financial or whatever, you know, struggle means you wanting more. Yes. Right? And, and you're having to reach to grab it. Mm-hmm. But the act of reaching, right? Um, uh, earlier, I, 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 um, I, uh, I compared it to working out and how on um you know when you're lifting weights the heavier weight you struggle to lift you struggle 
to get it off you, but it's it's about um, being stronger. Really, that's yeah. when you lift heavier weight than than, than you're used to. Um, uh, if you're lifting lighter weight, there's no struggle, you know, and None. and it's actually quite boring, you know. Yeah. Uh, which you know that lighter weight can be the job that you hate. That lighter weight can be the job, but that has a security, you know. But that struggle can be. This entrepreneurial idea that you're like, this is my legacy. This is what my legacy is going to be built on. That's that's the struggle. You yeah. know what I mean? Or um, you know, even even just wanting more. You know, a lot of the time. So um, uh, I see it as it's uh, it's um, it's evidence that you're going for more. You're getting stronger. Yeah. You know. Um, I believe millionaires struggle that yeah. want to become billionaires. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's, a, that's a beautiful struggle. They're also, you know, I, I, I live in downtown LA, which is this huge juxtaposition between the haves and haves not have nots where you see, you know, people pissed going to work in the morning. Yeah. But you see, but then you see a homeless guy smiling, sweeping, yeah. sweeping in front of his tent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, in that moment, that man's not struggling. Off He's happy, top. you know? But that person going to that job is struggling. Struggling. He woke up, hated himself, his job, his bosses, his peers, Absolutely. his life. Absolutely. And it's a struggle. Absolutely. Case of the Mondays, right? <laughs> and, um... Uh, you know, you know I want to stop one, right there with the case of these fucking Mondays, right? Mm-hmm. When cats go to work, and I, I'm the asshole that goes in the elevator, I'm talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. We already know this. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's Monday... I woke up like this. I'm lit anyways, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just like, how's everybody doing? Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's Monday, yeah. right? And then on a Wednesday, it's like, how are we doing? It's hump day. It's almost Friday. Yeah. And then on Thursdays, it's almost Friday. I'm like, do y'all literally just look forward to Friday? Yeah. And then everything in the week is a fucking wash. We have our weekend. And when then we get back to it's almost Friday. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is life right yep. now? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like that? Yeah. Ugh, it's yeah. Monday. Yeah. I'm like, you goddamn right it's Monday. What's good? It's motherfucking Monday. It's fucking right. Monday. Thank God it's Thank Monday. Thank God it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I want I want to segue that into into your initial encounter with struggle. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah. you you made an assertion, mm-hmm. you and your professor had uh a heated Debate, yeah, right, yeah. and you took a stance, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was a stance that you took without knowing anything, you just knew that the possibility of it was there, right, mm-hmm. right. So, take us through that struggle because I feel like that is a very formative time, yeah, in the development of your creative self, man. Yo, this is such a do- like you know, because I, I, I haven't really, I don't remember really talking about this, but this is a really dope chapter in my life, right now, like, like looking back at it. At the time, uh, one of my other best friends, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Paul Taylor. Shout out mm. to you, my brother. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Hello, JT, sir. Man, JT, my Hello, brother. Hello, sir. You know, I've known JT for 14 years. Man. Wow, that's incredible. That's my family, man. And um, Wow, that that's my, incredible. Yeah, that was my first. JT. Yeah, that was my first friend in college. Well, <sighs> actually, my first friend in college was a guy named Brian Collins. But JT was like probably wow. you know that was my that was my first like you know best friend you know what I, I mean? met JT in school. randomly walking through Compton 
excuse me, complex con this past Swerve, year. Yeah. And we had known each other and it just became Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's my yo, that's like I I you know, I'd like to think I'm one of the motivational forces and that he's one of the motivational forces of us both being in LA. <coughs> uh um and being, you know, as close to each other's story as we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we spent a few years in different cities which we still kept the friendship really close. Um, but it's different just being able to hit him up and say, hey, man, I'm outside, bro. Let's go and grab a bite. You yeah. Know? Let's, you know what I mean? Let's smoke some weed on the, um, on the roof and invite some girls to the pool. Yeah. And, you know? Um, so I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, at, um, um, me and JT, we got an apartment together. And we had to pay, pay bills for the first time. When was right? this? Uh man, I guess I was like what I was like seventeen, like seventeen. Oh wow! College. So this was before that. So no, no, actually eighteen. It was Got 18. it. So it was before that, and um, oh, so you and JT were roommates. Yeah, we were <laughs> roommates, man. So our first, Bang. my first crib ever. Me and JT. Oh, that's lit. What up, JT? That's my brother, man. I'm telling you, bro. We paid bills together, bro. <laughs> that's lit. For years, you know that's what I mean? That's lit. Say that Absolutely. again. Straight up for years. Damn right y'all paid bills together. <laughs> we paid bills together, bro. Shit. For years, bro. And, um, you know, we, uh, um, I ended up getting a job at Best Buy to pay <laughs> bills. And... Um, I don't know if JT was there first or if I was there first. I don't know. But I remember um, I got there and I was really good. You know, I remember one of the things that they told us was you're not we don't pay you on commission. You don't have to sell anything. Okay, all we want you to do is if anyone needs and we won't just want you to educate people on the reason that they're here. They came into the store for a reason. Mm -hmm. Ask them, what brought you in today? That's all you need to know. Yeah. And then recommend whatever they need. You know this robust. They're here. Yeah. They're here with a purpose. They're here already, right? All you Mm got to do is say, what brought you in today? Oh, stereos? So, um... What type of music do you listen to? Mm-hmm. Okay, you want something a bit more bass heavy. This one has a built-in amp, blah, 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 blah. This sure. does that. Yep. What, what, what's your budget? Oh, this is your budget? Here, This these three will fit right inside of your budget easy. You yeah. know, to where it's not like, hey, let me sell you this radio yeah. here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here are the radios. Right. This exactly. one is the one right. that I'm going to get the, the most commission on. So I'm pushing exactly. you towards that one. You don't want this one. The one you came in for, exactly. let me just tell you. No. It's so not what, bad. No, it's you don't bad. want that. Spend, <laughs> spend the money. Just spend absolutely, the money. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in life, right, outside of that, you know, and, 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 and while there, I, um, I was there for maybe what? Three months, mm-hmm. and then I quit, right? But that three months, I became... There were people that were there for years. Years, bro. And in that three months, um, I became employee of the year. Wow. Right? Uh, they they put me in the most, un, the most underperforming section of the store. Which was what? Car audio. Ah. Which is the most underperforming <laughs> section, you know? But uh, when I was hired, sales went up by like 40% or wow. something crazy. So like why'd that. you quit? Um, to start to... Uh, to jump into this... To start this entrepreneurial endeavor that that 
that um that uh stemmed from that debate with my professor. So this was the crossroads. You're, you absolutely yeah. You're at Best Buy. You got a little juice behind you getting the employee of the of yeah. the year or the month of the year of the year within three months. Wow, in three months. That's right. A, that's crazy. Crazy. And you know, for a kid, I'm 18. I'm like, that's cool, you know. And then I turn 19. Um, I have this conversation with with the professor. Um, and, uh, um, and then I end up starting this thing, right? But I, I needed to, to, to dedicate time to it. So I, 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 I stayed working at Best Buy and, um, you know, while I thought about it and I remember having a dream and then my dream. Oh, so also around this time, my girlfriend at the time, I found out that she was cheating on me. No way. Yeah. And I was with her for about three four years oh man. my god i loved this girl yo oh, loved this girl god. and um i was i was devastated devastated man and it was the first time i really even really went through any type of thing like that you know what i mean she's my friend like she's like you know this is my friend you know so um i uh um, so I spent a lot of time alone after that. Um, I went on this celibacy run for like nine months. Like I, I was like, yo, I'm not having sex for nine months. Right? Was that, that was a conscious decision? Yeah. What, what, why? Just to, um, you know, I, 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 I wanted to spend more time with me. I wanted to understand self more. Uh-huh. Uh, right after, right after we broke up. I went on this, which is what we all do. I went on this like rampage, like bring the, you know what I mean? What a what a hoe is that? I, I'm, I'm out. That initial. I'm free. That that right? initial. I'm you know I'm an uncaged beast, right? Yeah. And right, exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, you're just so, burying your feelings. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, Hold on. oh, really? You're gonna break up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, in, I'm gonna put my feelings over here for right absolutely. now. I'll get no. back to you later. Inside, I'm. I mean, inside, I'm in a corner. You know what I mean? Oh God! Yeah. Like you know, trying to figure out what I'm gonna, you know, how I'm gonna, you know, hide from these feelings, you know, and hoping that, um, you know, the, uh, you know, surrounding myself with um, that type of attention and you know those 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 moments hopefully would hide me from those feelings, you know? Sure. I could hide behind those feelings, you know, um, using those, those, those moments, those empty moments with, with, mm-hmm. with, you know, dating girls that I know that I just want to smash and like, you know, and it's, it's dope to have those moments. We got to have those moments yeah. as people. We got to, you know, have those free moments. But I think, the motives have to be there, you know. It, you start it, to understand what they are to you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think, I think we gotta for sure have those moments. But if you're having those moments to escape something, yeah. the motives are wrong. Yeah. yeah. If absolutely. you're having those moments of like, yo, I want to be free. I want to. I, I want to spread love, you know. And and the intention is like is, is love, you know. And but you don't want the confinement. Then that's dope, you yeah. know. Make and you're gonna figure yo, the balance out. Yeah, yeah. Because you may find out. Like I, I kind of been going through this uh, as of late, but mm-hmm. it's like 
you start to begin very, to, I, I've begun to be, okay, I've become very open, especially with women, yeah. right? Is my mom actually taught me to explore. Yeah. She was like, don't settle down. She's like, go, she literally said, go taste. Yeah. And find out about all different types of women. Yeah. So that when you do get to the point of settling down, you'll know what a woman is. Yeah. And you'll also know what you want from a woman. Yeah. Right. We're also in an age where uh, commitment and these things are very prevalent and they're profound, right? But at the same time, if your intention, and I've, be, I've, be, I've become very uh, comfortable being open with my intentions, yeah, right? For better or for worse, yeah. but they are known. Oh, it's always a better word. Right. Always. Yes. In the end. Yes. But mm-hmm. you, you, but the beauty is bringing them up. You deal with it. Some yeah. females, if I'm like, look, this is who I am right now. Like, I just want to experience you and enjoy this. And if it goes there, it does. I don't set the intention of like you're the one now. Yeah, yeah. Right. And for some, it's uncomfortable. For yeah. some, that casual nature of it gets bothersome. Yeah. And if you're open to deal with it, you deal with that then too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But having that intention and being able to be free with oneself and one's decisions mm-hmm. and their motives mm-hmm. is very liberating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it keeps the confinement of, of, of the sphere, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's with anything in life, mm-hmm. right? We have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's like, but it's also too like, man, like honesty is dope as fuck too, you know? When I was single, you know, right now, <coughs> right now with someone. Um, Queen. Yeah, man, who I love, Myra, Myra Hassan. She's uh, she's incredible. Um, yeah, uh, but um, you know, when we were, when 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 I was single, I um super transparent about where I was. Yeah, you know, and it gave her the opportunity to be the friend I needed. You know, um, in that stage of my life you know it gave her the opportunity sometimes when we don't when we're not transparent we take the opportunity away from a girl to be like cool mm-hmm. you know because then yeah. if she is like then it becomes cool. a game but i mean because because then if she's like if this what is this where you are love uh the, the way that she reacts to that is like uh yo i need you in my life yeah mm. i need you in my life that that understanding is it's actually you yeah it's not who you're Presenting yourself to be right, but that understanding is also that understanding is also freedom. Yes, very you know, much so. and um, we all we all want freedom, man. That's why that's why jail is is a uh, is, is a punishment, man. Confinement is Absolutely. a punishment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lockdown. Absolutely, but freedom is love. You know, so you know when when if if, if you're with somebody and and you feel free. Then you know what you're really feeling is love as well, you know. Absolutely. So you know, but but broke up with her, you know. And at the time, I'm like, "Yo, it's lit. Yeah. I'm out. The beast is out, yeah. right? Hurry's out." Baby. And you know, I love big booties, and I'm in the south. Yeah. So you're at the candy shop. Beast, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, beast, but also too like. I'm super selective, so the quality yeah. was always yeah. like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a preference you know, for the exquisite thing. Oh my god, bro! But I, I, I would be, I would be like, you know, chilling with like 
a lawyer or pre-med student or like she's in grad school getting her doctorate or like but bad not like the hood you know what i mean it'd be like chicks with as much to lose as me you know Mm-mm. and um but i would enjoy those but they would be empty moments you know and yeah. and there was a point where i'd be like what am i hiding from i'm hiding from myself mm-hmm. i'd be alone <laughs> for real i'd be alone at home and i'd be alone like after i broke up with my girl at the time and i'd be alone and i'd be like i need somebody here I couldn't just be alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I couldn't just like, and I didn't, and part part of it was I didn't know myself well enough yeah. to know what to do with myself alone. <laughs> yeah. What would, like, it's terrifying. how do I have fun with myself? Yeah. Right? And, you know, so I was like, man, if, if I took away the distractions that are standing in the way of me and myself, then, um, then I feel like I'd, uh, I'd, 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 I'd come out of it bigger, you know? And um, what, uh, what ended up happening was I would still, like, let girls come over, like, to talk, you know? But, man, JT, man, shout out to JT. He was like, bro, you really not, like, you really turning turning girls down, B? Like, yeah. Like, if a chick wants to, wants to fuck, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not having sex right now, you know? But that would drive girls crazy. The word no is the most valuable word word. in the dictionary. Absolutely. No is luxury. No is is rare. No is rarity. And and this is still as like you're getting on your path to starting this like yeah, project. Yeah, starting this thing. Yeah, I haven't even started yet. That's yeah, because you, you have to, you're trying to figure out who the fuck you even are. Bro, this is like, I broke up with my girl like kind of before. We're in the, the crossroads of yeah, it right now. Yeah. It's, it was, it's yeah. fucking gorgeous. It was kind of the perfect storm of me learning and, you know. Life's timing. Absolutely, man. Like falling and kind of like, you know, Figuring out that I wasn't falling, I just stumbled a little. You know mm. what I mean, and you know, or 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 um, you know, or seeing myself uh, as as I guess um, someone worth saving. You know what I mean. So um, what I what I uh, what I ended up doing was spending a lot of time with myself, and I found myself drawing a lot. Mm the way that I used to as a kid and I hadn't drawn in years. It's like the most, the instant, like, let's go back to basics. Yes. What, what, the most comfortable kind of thing that, yes. that, that brings it home. Yes. Wild. Yo. Whoever you are, Lena. <laughs> Yo. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wild. As a kid, man, uh, you know, I drew a lot. So I started back drawing again and I was eerily, really good. I haven't drawn in years. I hadn't drawn in years at that point. And you were feeling good. And I was, like, really good. You know what I mean? I had proportions really well. Um, I remember I found myself drawing facial expressions. Mm. Were you ever, like, taught class? No. Can you be classically taught drawing? No, like, no, no. Yeah, taught? art classes, yeah. No, no, I wasn't. All, all self-taught. 
everything. I've I, I took I've taken one I've taken one graphic design class in college, but I know about I'm proficient in about seven uh seven design programs right now but i taught myself yeah. all of them and it's how i make my money you know yeah. so but at what this point now you're just you're just drawing pad to pa- uh, pen sketching. to paper pencil paper fucking just sketching, just sketching. bro wow. and smiling so i found and, and i was down at that time because i would think about, about. See, yeah it's so crazy how like you have to and, and you know we can both attest to this too you have to like sometimes sit down and Figure it out yourself before yeah. you can even start to get around that wall. Only, only you can find yourself, bro. Absolutely, yeah. But it's like yeah, before absolutely. that, that you make that decision or before you, you take that action, you have to kind of go through that process yeah. of like figuring out who the fuck you are. Yeah, you gotta be in, you gotta be in the jungle alone. Oof. You know, and and but 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 the man that comes out of that jungle, Oof. beast, beast, bro. Yeah. You know, that's Urzan, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That's bro. I mean, but that's our tribe, man. All of us For are Tarzan. Real. You know what I mean? All of us are Tarzans, man. You know, straight up, straight up and down. For real, you know, we're all kings of our jungles. Off you know, top. Um, but you know, swinging from tree to tree, straight up, you know, B. Dogs, straight dude. up, straight Bobby up. My chest with the best. <laughs> the <world. laughs> straight up, man. <laughs> Fucking wrestling, you know, wrestling tigers and Straight shit, up. you know, and um, running with gazelles and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my fat ass running. With <laughs> hey y'all, see, I'll see y'all later. I, I, I can nah, bro. You know, I'm 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 actually imagining you running with gazelles on a beautiful day, <laughs> gracefully, just straight like how does he out, do it? Chest just jiggling, out. but like yeah, fluidity yeah. there. Yeah, and you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes are happy. Your tongue is out of the side <laughs> of your right mouth. Just it's like, waggling for real. Yeah, exactly. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at <laughs> yo, the gazelle tea is coming soon. Oh, I'm with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Nushi Gazelle, the Nushi Gazelle, <laughs> twenty limited teas coming soon. For real though, we need yo, we need to do some like some uh, some 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 Adidas gazelles, yo. but like. But have instead of gazelle, put Nushi. <laughs> yo, that'd, be lit. that'd be a moment. Come on, bro. We should, yo, we could do that. I'm That's a straight that movie. Out. You feel me? But yo, like you know that 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 time sketching, man, was like I smiled. I was I was really entertaining myself, man. Uh. It was crazy because I hadn't really done that. Wow. Years. <sighs> Just like sitting down, no music. Just me and a fucking pencil and a <laughs> sketchbook, bro. Sketching. That's incredible. So I find myself sketching all the time mm. alone. And I found myself writing all the time. I wow. started writing a lot. What were you writing? Know, poetry. Oh, okay. <clears throat> a lot of poetry. And you're just asking a lot of questions. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And also trying what's really interesting about poetry is I I I wanted to write things that had a rhythm and a rhyme and um, trying to fit ideas inside of rhythm, inside of cadence, mm. inside of rhyme. It makes you pull things out that you might not have normally said, um, that you might not have in the way that you might not have normally said in conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's in a very. It's creative, a solace of solitude, though. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a very creative way to 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 philosophize you know absolutely and 
Um, and it's also, it, it grabs your attention, you know? And what I wanted to, to well, my goal was to write things that um, were really, were entertaining and beautiful conversations with myself. I was writing things wow. to my future self. So, like, I was writing, I remember I wrote, a, I wrote something about my first time being in love to my future self, you yeah. know? And, you know, it's, it's, it's asking him all these questions, like, wow, how is it to be in love? You know, yeah. and maybe that younger kid is talking to the kid, to, to the guy now. That just gave me some chills, bro. You got straight goosebumps. Like, straight up. Straight up. It's just that, just that, just that concept just hit me, man. Like, yeah, I just was like, woo, bro, <laughs> yeah, for real, bro, bro, I, for real. And, you know, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm in love now, man. And, uh, you know, it was definitely, you know, that kid was talking to, to, to me now, mm. you know, the 31 year old Uri, I think, you know, because I, I, I remember that poem, man, and like the questions and like, you know, the confidence, it was, it was eerily, uh, I guess, accurate, you know? Wow. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, wrote a bunch of stuff. Um, and uh, so I was in that spirit of, like, creativity. I knew I was really good, you know? Yeah. I would show, um, uh, man, JT is my... Because that vulnerability, man, you yeah. know, that's how you know who you love, man. He's also, like, it, it's, it's crazy for me to think that it's 14 years back, yeah. right? But seeing who he is now, yeah. I could just tell that that's who he was then. Absolutely. Right? Man. And the two of y'all, you, you guys have become greater future selves of yourselves right but looking yeah. back at that now it just makes sense in that it's like yo his being is just one of Man. wonder he's he's one of the most supportive people i've ever met mm, i can absolutely, see that you know absolutely i can see um, that and he uh you know, I would I would read him my poems, man. You know, that's so lit. vulnerable, man. You know, and that's lit. You know, and he would be like, "Yo, that's so uncomfortable." That's yo, but he would be he would encourage it and give that's me real lit. insight. And he started writing as well. Oh, that's you know? crazy. To like to like break the ice and make sure that I felt comfortable because that's so like, he could just, exchange just his take it there for a second. Like imagine, yeah. I, I could see you doing it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but imagine like. You writing a poem which is like super intimate, super on your personal, super personal. It it doesn't have to leave that book, yeah. and then reciting that poem to not an audience. An audience, it, you, the pressure's off, yeah. but to one person. Yes, like it. Think about you're you're damn right. An audience, the pressure's off because there's many, and you can look at the back of the wall. Yeah, in front of one, one, one person. You know, but that's that's take, how that's, that's some shit, dude. My yeah. brother, you know what I mean? Like, you know, my brother, I don't think, you know, I don't think I've ever really had a, a brother figure in my life that I thought I could be that vulnerable with, man. And, you know, my mom, my mom, you know, she uh, she told me one day, she's like, man, Uri, JT is your family. She's just like, she's the brother. He's, she was like, she's the brother. No. He's the brother. He's the brother you chose. You 
damn right you did. You know? That's a beautiful and thing. Man. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to JT. I don't man, even know you. Yeah, bro. Yo, you you got to meet him, bro. Yeah, for, for real. real. We love JT. For real. Bro. For real. And, you know, I remember um, her telling me, she was telling me, you know, her and JT talk technology all the time. That's incredible. Just like, he'll call her. You know, and like talk about tech and like they'll joke or she'll call him. They're friends. You know what I mean? That's, That's her son, literally, you know, and um, having like an hour, hour conversations together, you know. And um, I remember her saying one day, you know, uh, you, you, you can't choose your relatives. You don't choose your relatives, but you choose your family. That's incredible. And that's a fucking profound distinction. Like, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a huge difference between your relatives and your family. They're not yeah. the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of our, you know, some people's mo- mothers are just their mothers. You should damn. You're They're right. Not their moms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people's <laughs> fathers are just their fathers. But yeah. Not their dads. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, that's that's uh, that's real. You know, everybody and, take a moment of silence just to digest that. So it's it's so dope, you know. Mm. But but the choices we have the ability to make, man. We yeah. find father figures, you know. If we don't have them growing up, we find brothers and sisters. If we didn't have them growing up, those those people are really real. Yeah, you know. Um, and if you actually seek after it, you'll find it. Absolutely. You know what? It's kind of a weird, you know, just going on this little tangent right here. Kind of takes courage to even say that. Like mm-hmm. some, if you think about your family. Um, versus your relatives, mm-hmm. you know. The truth is, is like, yeah, you you want to think that your family is is the bond is stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Blood you're, is thicker you're, than water. It's just mm-hmm. that deep. But the reality is, it's not like that. Yeah, and yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, uh, it's 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 super okay, and I think that's that that's yeah. it's super okay, and and I think that's um, uh, I think that's human. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's and we got we have to allow ourselves the the um, the reality of being human, man. You know, um, we're we're not robots, so we're not um, bound by the instructions to love. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we're kind of just held to our spiritual obligations to to, to love each other or. You know, and some people don't love you the same way that you love them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I think family is that mutual love, you know? Um, and, you know, sometimes you, you know, some sometimes you find that outside of your relatives, you know? Yeah. But, you know, so JT, man, that was like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm super comfortable, um, you know, with myself and like, and I know that I'm getting really good in terms of, you know, writing and, um, uh, and, um, you know, so I'm just really confident, you know, gaining my confidence back in myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I felt like, you know, oh girl, you know, my, my ex cheating on me, I, I felt like there was... Maybe there's something wrong with me, you know? Maybe there's, you know what I mean? That's like the first thought. Yeah, you know, like why, you know, because then you compare yourself to who that other person could be and, you know, so. The worst. 
Yeah, fucking weird, you know? And, um, but man, my confidence was like, and it was all me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the confidence that I was gaining from, from, from taking down this bad chick that everybody wants. It wasn't the confidence of, you know, it was like the confidence of me being alone with myself and like, you know, getting to know myself and like, like loving, falling in love with E, you know what I mean? Like, you know, myself as a person, man, I, I you know, and, I, I was gaining a self-love that I didn't know existed or that I didn't know I deserved. Very you know? necessary, yeah. And um, so around that time, man, I remember I, I had a I, I had a dream. Oh, wait. So my, uh, my birthday comes. Yeah, so my birthday comes. My mom hits me. Um, around that time, I would send my mom a gift on my birthday to thank her, you know what I mean? And um, to celebrate her, you know, bringing me into the world. You That's know? great. So she would uh, call me and, you know, if it was a card or a gift or whatever. Um, and so I, 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 I also, I call my mom my queen and she calls me her prince. Mm. So um, she calls me her birth. She, she calls me on, on my birthday and she's like, um, good morning, my, my, my prince. How do you feel on your day? Like, good morning, my queen. I, I feel, it's like I feel lost, you know? I don't, I don't know. I told her, I don't know what I'm designed to do. You know, I'm learning myself, but... You know, I don't really know what I'm designed to do. And she's like, Uri, um, that's a big question, but I'll tell you what helped me a lot answer it um, in my life was um, paying attention to the times I lost track of time. You know, close attention, right? So she's like, you know, yo, for real, you know? She's like, pay attention to the times you lose track of time, right? And she's like, um, uh, you know, specifically, like, when you're in a movie and you forget about time, um, like, why? You know, is it the, is it the writers? Is it the, the special effects? Is it the, you know, like, pay attention to why you lost track of time, you know? And um, I was like, okay. Okay, right? So what was I losing track of time in doing? Drawing. Yeah. Right? In uh, writing. So I fall asleep one day and I have this crazy dream. True story. Fucking crazy. And in the dream, I, I, I'm, um, it's kind of a camera following a uh, following a woman walking through a colorful office, and everybody's having a great everybody's having a great time making stuff. You know, yeah. the furniture's colorful. People are dressed really cool. Yeah. You know, and they're making stuff and they're collaborating. And but you know, you kind of see that in your peripheral, right? But but she's walking through this office and she walks through these doors, and I'm sitting behind a desk. And um, with toys on my desk. And she just says, Urban Anatomy. No, she says, Welcome to Urban Anatomy. Right? Urban Anatomy, right? So I wake up. I'm like, 
I love that that word, urban anatomy. I have to write that down. So I, I had this little board right next to me, and I, I jump up, write it down, run out, sign to the living room. I'm super stoked. Yeah. JT's in the living room on the computer, listening to music. I sit down. He looks at me. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? I'm like, Urban Anatomy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Urban anatomy, bro. Urban anatomy. Bro. <laughs> Yo, that is what's up right now, my G. Oh my How do you not see it? It's urban anatomy, urban bro. Urban anatomy, bro. Right? So, urban anatomy. So. Yo, that laugh, for me, that laugh Yo. just like jumped out. <laughs> it's just like, oh shit. It's urban anatomy, bro, right? And he's. He's like, what's Urban Anatomy? This sounds fucking dope. What is it? It really does, by the way. Like, yeah. right when you say it, it's one of those names, it's like, I got it. Yeah. Yo. It's like, it's like when Anu said, Mama, we made Mama, it. Mama, we made it. For yeah. the first time, you're just yeah. like, ooh, yep. I get it. Yeah. I love that. I l- Shout out to you guys for this, too. Yeah. This is really cool. Yeah. This is a really cool space, you know? But, um, yeah, so he's like, yo, but what is it? I'm like, man. I, was, I just started spitballing because he asked, what is it? And I felt like I'm supposed to know, you know? It's like a stream of consciousness. Yeah. You're catching up. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. this desk. I got yeah. toys on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> she walked in and said, well. <laughs> but it, 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 it forms into an amalgamation of my admiration for what my mom does. Yeah. And my new discovery in terms of being creative or having that cre- a creative talent. Your own anatomy. Perspective, yeah, you know? And I'm just like, I just know that's a dope name. And I'm interested in these things. These things are important to me right now, you know? So I'm like, man, I think it's a marketing and design firm, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> Easy, right? Yeah. And 19. Fucking 19. Crazy. Wait. No, this is 20. So I was, I think I was 20. Yeah, I might yeah. have been 20. Yeah. So... Um, he, uh, he's like, all right, whatever it is, I'm down. Right. JT helps me start this thing. Oh, that's incredible. As you know, he's the VP of, you know, we got everything legally done. We have, I mean, business license, all those, you know, state, you federal, found out all those words, corporate EIN numbers, the LLC, yeah, everything's yeah. in order, you know. Um, uh, um, trademark the logo, like everything's in order, right? And um, so we do all that stuff, and I end up, and but we we like we need our new, we need our first client. Who's our first fucking client? You know what I mean? That's one thing they also teach you in entrepreneurship, like. It's all about your first yeah. customer. Yeah. yeah. First client. First client, yo. So And I just want to say the importance of setting up that structure first before yeah, yeah, you yes, client. Like yeah, most yeah. people You're not catching up. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I mean, it, for what you're doing, it's just like you did it the right way. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, you know, part of what was that, that that like was made me, y'all go through that at first like, my all right, mom, let's set it all up. My mom. At, at asking asking questions from entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know, my mom was like you should do this. JT had a, a mentor as well that was um, 
successful successful entrepreneur as well and uh they just told us the stuff to do and jt he's very structured i'm kind of the wild card you yeah. know so jt was like e, uh, we gotta do this yo <laughs> yeah let's get it all right i got this done where you at you know yeah and and i would kind of i would always be like the okay <laughs> damn, damn i gotta uh, i feel right, you i gotta bro. do you know what I mean? I got it. I just want to make stuff. I don't yeah. want to have to, you know, I just want to have the ideas. And, That's you know. low key how I feel with Joe. Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Like, I, well, you know what I'm saying? We could never do a, we probably could, but we could never do a podcast without one another because like our strengths and weaknesses like completely just align. 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And maybe not even weaknesses, our strengths and just the things that we enjoy doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just, well, yeah, the are strengths able just to align. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to find me at sound editing an episode. Yeah. You're not gonna yeah. find me manning this recording shit. Yeah, yeah. Or doing the videos. The, the we may I conceptually we may team up, but like you're not gonna find me editing them. Yeah. And he doing it. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. But that just goes to show like just balance in in teams. Man, right? and bro. also know, knowing like uh, like knowing your strengths. Yeah. Knowing. Knowing, yeah. And, and and but but also putting putting actually yeah, bro. Y'all like yo knowing your strengths hands down for sure self. But also being um, encouraged to play the part you were made to play, yeah. you know, to yeah, play yeah. the position that you were made Straight for. Straight up, beautifully so said. So you yeah. can do it happily, really. You know, like yeah. if you're if we need a numbers guy and you're not a numbers guy, I'm gonna find a guy that that's a numbers guy. Loses track of time on numbers. Oh. Like I want to, I want to love yes. numbers. You yeah. know, and you know, with you know, with me. I found that out really early. Me and JC found out really early. We're both really prideful cats, you know. And, yeah. You know, we can bump heads. Sometimes, I mean, we don't ever now, you know, because, you know, we're we're so we're our our our, our relationship so mature, you know. Yes. So we know it's like uh, if that's what you need. Yeah. You know, about it. Um, but back then, you know, we were um, you know, we were really prideful, you know, yeah. kids, you know, you're young. To, yeah, bro. You know, and 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 when you're young in that adolescence, I mean, I think a a lot of you know maturity is a choice as well. Absolutely. And I think a lot of adults even that that I've every encountered, relationship there's a sacrifice. Yeah, but and like man and woman, man and men, just friends in general. Like mm-hmm. we have to be open enough to hear one another. We may not be able to, we may not agree, but as long as we're transparent, yeah, not agreeing is okay. But yeah. like I, but we we tend to, especially when we're younger, yeah. Not feel as free, and we build up. Uh, we build up just uh, tension. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, but it's also too, bro. We we associate so much negativity with being wrong. <laughs> I feel you so You're much. So fucking right, and though. That's such a that's such an ego thing. That self that's such a self confidence thing. Yeah, you know? that's that's, yes. that's interesting. It's like um, <laughs> and that gets in the way. <sighs> it does. A lot. Yeah, you have to let that wall down. You, you. It's crazy though. I like because it for me. I'm okay with being wrong now, mm-hmm. right? I'd actually like to be because if you are, you learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like before, yeah, there's such a stigma with being with wrong. Being wrong. Yeah. yeah, I think you need that kind of element if you're starting a business <laughs> because there's mm-hmm. so much, so many learning curves, and you Absolutely. often just learn by mistakes yeah. most of the time anyway. Yeah. So you, if you're not doing that. 
then it's going to be really challenging to move forward because yeah. you're not really going to recognize the things that can make you move forward. Absolutely. I mean, and I mean, bro, bro, you know, you, you know for sure, and I think we all know business owners that have a problem being wrong and they're stubborn yes. and they drive their businesses into the ground. You yeah. know, a yeah. lot just of the time. to be right. Just to be right. Yeah. You know, and Which is ultimately fucking wrong. You know what I mean? And but it's it's um it's a lesson that JT taught me for sure, man. Word. You know, um, that's an incredible as lesson, a brother. Yeah, he um you know there was a time I remember we had an argument and not an argument, not an argument, but a debate. You know, yeah. And eventually he was like, "Okay, bro, you're right. I'm wrong. Now what?" <laughs> and it, and it, that's so disarming too, though. It immediately disarmed me. And it made me feel like, so, yeah. And it made me feel, and it made me being right feel so dirty. It's and like, small. Small. Absolutely. It made me <laughs> being right feel so small. Because you're just like, oh. Exactly. Exactly. Where did the elephant in the room go? Because I yeah. thought that shit was looming. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, I it, am? So small. Exactly, bro. And... It was, you know, that made me become a bit more mature mm. in terms of, um, I mean, just being a person too, man. I'm yeah. a lot better now. You have to go through that though. Yeah. You don't know what that is, right or wrong, unless you experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that beauty of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. it, nothing that lasts the test of time goes just linearly and unfettered. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like we have this perception of like chaos and this and that and and misunderstanding and all of these things. And we look at them so negatively. But what if we like what if we not not encourage them or what if we embrace them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Then we know what that is. And a lot of these things are very easy to deal with when we get to a point where we're able to deal with it. Right. Yeah. Like the course of your life. In, in this moment, even still, like this is, and, and I love that we're really just like the ju- we're drinking from the juice that we're squeezing mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. this moment because this is what really is, is allowing the flow to begin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Is that, you know, you had, you're an athlete. You're also starting to see that you're not really connecting with these guys, but like, de- the way the relationship happens is that you were trying to figure out who in the world you were connecting to and had a breakup allow you to, instead of connecting with the world, to bring it in and connect with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you found a moment as you're getting older, you're in your 20s, you're going to leave college. Mm-hmm. You know at this point basketball isn't, you're not going pro, you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You're also in a point where you're searching for yourself and you're also searching for, you, you chose business and communication. You're searching for uh, direction mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the design, mm-hmm. right? Where is this leading to? Mm-hmm. And you get to moments where you're finding yourself and you're also able to realize, wow, my queen, my mother, you know, is telling me these things of, of pay attention to where you lose track of time. And the mind of a dreamer and a designer is there, mm-hmm. right? The creative is there. Mm-hmm. And these and you meet a person like it's like on, on some fucking Steve Jobs and Wozniak type deal, 
right? The ideas and then also the, the, ex, the, 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 the one that executes. Mm-hmm. And then the two young like minds, but you guys are building your forms. Like mm-hmm. to this day, that is still who you are. It's just way more refined, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's the beginning of your application of self, Mm-hmm. Right, and a lot of people don't get that until later and going through the iterations. But for you, the dream led to like your dream started your reality, mm-hmm. right? Instead of your reality dictating your dream, Literally. that's yeah, a yeah, crazy yeah. inversion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the fact that both of y'all were on a pursuit and there was a camaraderie there to pursue, yeah, yeah, right, even with the different variations of skill sets naturally they'll bump heads because creatives and creative creativity and structure don't usually align yeah 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 because some of the boldest and 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 most unique forms of creativity are in the the chaos of one's mind Mm -hmm. you know it's not like okay let me go i'm actually going to go to file cabinet bc where i realize this connects right right yeah it's not going to happen that way Uh, because life isn't like that Mm -hmm. right um how was that process for you guys? Like, what what became of that, and what did that lead to? Man, you know, we we ended up. I don't know how the fuck we met this guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> so we were like, yo, let's throw a let's throw a party. Fuck uh-huh. it, that'll solve all the problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start a party. You know, name it Urban Anatomy. Um. You know, thrown by Urban Anatomy. It's an 80s party. Um, we'll launch it like that. And we'll rent out a space that someone owns that could be a, a, a client of ours. And we'll pack it out and it'll be lit, right? Yeah. So we throw this party, bro. It's lit, y'all. <laughs> I mean, so planning it was like, yo, we found this 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 doctor... Um, this doctor owned the space called the Mission House <coughs> that that he let people rent out. He threw parties there once in a while, but it was like the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm in Montgomery, Alabama at the time, mm. right? Deep South. This black doctor, Dr. Red, bought this space. It's like black excellence is dope, you know, because you don't really see that a lot in, you know, kind of um, underfunded and, yeah. like, you know, that community rural south yeah. is like black people aren't it's they're beautiful beautiful yeah. beautiful you know but um it's the it's, system's different out there absolutely yeah absolutely different and it's it's kind of it's kind of it's a little bit behind uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah. so you know when you see someone who kind of breaks that mold it's like wow wait yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You exist. All right. Yes. You know what I mean? There's possibility outside of absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a reality. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not just a dream. That's a reality. Yeah. So, you know, this guy, Dr. Red, we're like, all right, bet we're going to rent a spot out. Let's figure it out. Boom. Met him through a friend. He let us do it. Um, Man, he made, he, it's so dope, man. He, uh, <laughs> He let us rent the whole spot. It was this huge house, huge. Yeah. He let us rent the whole spot for like, I think it was like $500. Oh, my God. The whole spot. Word. And, you know, I'm like, you know, it's it's still money to a college kid. Yeah. Now looking back, it's like he could have had us 
he could have put us at two G's. For yeah. That. Oh, easy. Yeah. We sold tickets to get in. Yeah. He knew that. You know, it's really just a gift to the youth. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we're like college kids, but he saw something in us. You yeah. Know? Um. So we 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 um this one kid who kind of saw us as like the cool guys on campus, uh, um, that worked with us at Best Buy. He was into graphic design. We brought him in. Yo, can you do the flyer? He made our faces look. He, he put our faces on Kid and Play. That's so nice. On yeah. Kid and Play. Yeah. <laughs> on, on, the house, on the house party. On the house party. Straight up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, did that. So we were like kind of, I guess, the two hosts of this party. And like the DJ's name was in the background or whatever. And, um, we threw this thing, told everybody about it, sold tickets hand to hand. Yeah. Like, yo, like spread the word. We're yeah. throwing a party here. Boom. Yeah. Right? Hand to hand tickets. I think it was like 20 bucks a ticket, something Lit. like that. Ooh. 10. From, yeah. Maybe it was like 15, 20 bucks a ticket. <laughs> yeah. But <sighs> sold out. Yeah. Tickets. That. Right. And um, everybody pulled up. Every it was packed. Yeah, I mean, we probably had around like three hundred people. Wow, come through. Urban Anatomy set the stage on them. Urban Anatomy was lit, bro. So I mean, you know, we probably made like four G something like that. (laughs) Right. For some college kids uh, that's, to make that's, four G's in that's, a that's, night. That's $4 million. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cash. Yeah. For real. $4 million. No, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're good. For real. It's lit. Yeah. We're straight up and down. Yeah. For <laughs> million. <laughs> no, he was making it rain. It was oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You bought new whips. Uh, <laughs> we bought new cribs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Bro, bro, four yo, four G's, bro. We were like, well, I mean, I <laughs> let me correct me let me correct myself. I was like, yo, turn up. It's lit, you know? And JT, man, he was like, we gotta put it in the account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gotta we're gonna pay ourselves, but we gotta put it in the account. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> lit though. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you mean we have to invest in yeah. the business? Exactly. Doesn't that mean invest in ourselves? Exactly. We are the business. We right? are the business. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, How's anyone going to take us serious if I don't have new Jordans <laughs> right, exactly. or a new Rolly? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> So we throw this party, everybody, like, you know, we're, me and JT, we're like, everybody's in baggy stuff. People kind of would like jokingly say, you wearing Pharrell shirts? We're, before Pharrell shirt was like wearing a tight shirt. Motherfuckers would make fun of motherfuckers wearing a Pharrell shirt. You say that now, it's like, you're fresh if you yo, you're dressed like Pharrell. Especially you know? in Montgomery, Alabama. Especially, bro. bro. They, they probably still have not adopted to Absolutely. like just the... Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Really aliens out there. Super aliens, bro. You know but but we, we felt it's like... Pharrell like, from fucking like uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Like, literally. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Like, 
way ahead of our time, and especially in that city. But um, you know, we we knew that, but we felt in any other city, we're we're kings. In New York, we're kings. In L.A., we're kings. But in Alabama, people Straight are like up. they're weirdos. weirdos. Bang! Yeah, <laughs> right. Right, I feel you. So, um, you know, but in LA, but in like bigger cities, we'd be supernatural. And, and there you okay, go. You know what there I mean. You go. So back then, man, you know, back then it was like we didn't know that we we you know. So with all these people like hit us up that we didn't even know to get tickets, like you know the baddest the baddest bitch in the school is like, yo, I need. Five tickets for me and my boss. <laughs> like, yo, no, there's this one girl named uh, Jaquana Bird. We called her Tay Bird. Tay Bird. And she was the baddest chick in the fucking school. Like, wow. she walked down the street and motherfuckers were like, just stop, bro. Does this exist? Like, bad, bro. Like, small ways, fat. Like, crazy. Everyone's everyone's dream. Brown skin, long hair, these almond-shaped eyes, happy eyes, these full lips, like perky, round, big titties, small, out of nowhere, small waist, wide hips, fat, plump ass. Beautiful thighs, beautiful feet, Tay incredible Bird. smile, beautiful voice. Tay was bad as fuck, bro. Yeah. And like she was, she was dating. Well, I just broken up with um, the quarterback of the football of team. She's a cheerleading cheerle- ca- captain, absolutely. Of course. That's how yeah. it happens. <laughs> that was by design. There's a there there was a there was a billboard of Tay on on campus. Tay like leading heading into campus. There's a billboard, an ASU billboard, ASU Hornets. Tay is just there smiling, just her smiling, representing this is the school. (laughs) This is how beautiful the school is. Bro, bro, that's how bad Tay is, right? And I'm a, what am I then? I'm like a, I'm a sophomore. No, I was, no, I was 19. So I'm a sophomore, you know? And Tay is like a senior? Yeah. (sighs) Bad, bro. (laughs) And her friends, her friends were the baddest bitches on campus as well. One of her friends... It'd be disrespectful uh, to run otherwise. Bro. Have you guys ever, ever heard of Van Hunt? Of what? Van Hunt. No. He's an absolutely incredible composer. He's the music director for Love Jones. Oh, okay. But he's co-wrote and produced. He's Grammy nominated. Like, incredible, incredible. Get into Van Hunt if Van you can. Hunt. Done. But so, Lavina, her name is Lavina Hunt, right? Van Hunt's younger sister. 
Van Hunt's a fucking rock star. He's the coolest motherfucker ever. So his younger sister, I didn't know that. My boy was like, yo, her brother's fucking incredible. I started listening to his music because his sister was so bad. (laughs) I'm like, I got to understand this. And became one of his biggest fans, you know? That's amazing. But Lavina, bad, bad, bro. In 2000, this is so, this is 2005. Lavina, when I met Lavina, she came to a basketball game. Walked walk by, everyone's looking, right? Walked by. Our basketball games are like fashion shows and shit. I feel you. Walked by. Um, uh, she's wearing uh, a leather. Uh, like leather pants, high waisted pants. Stop. Heels, Stop. like <laughs> a, a cut off, like Van Halen tube. Bro, we're like, well, she's 21, maybe? <laughs> yeah. But just like, she looks like bad. Bro, if a chick walked down the street like that right now, you're like, who the fuck is yeah. crazy body bad, you know? <laughs> Before like retro shit was in, yeah. she's like, they had it had it bro so they're coming right the night of the party we're like yo it's we're not nervous we're excited because we're like yo it's about to be crazy right we buy gold chains we buy 80 <laughs> business stuff ex- business right expenses. Business. <laughs> <laughs> that one jt could it's write like, off oh on the books God. but but you know they're faux they're like yeah the no for sure ones. <laughs> course, you know what course, i mean yeah, and we have yeah, multiple yeah. of them yeah. all yeah, yeah, go yeah, see yeah, jacob yeah. we got no that. no 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 <laughs> we got the 30 dollar joints yeah and the retro glasses and got yeah. the haircut and like 80 sweatshirts and coogee and, <laughs> and um man we had like we had our friend who had an 85 Benz parked right outside playing stuff as you Y'all lit. Oh, Y'all amazing. set up. The, that, that was the Urban um, Anatomy. Bro, bro, Urban Anatomy was lit, bro. Fucking had um, had uh, a graffiti artist, my boy Hobo. Shouts out to Hobo in Atlanta. Tagging a wall live. Oh, that's lit. In the back in the foyer of the venue, we had the guy, the, the DJ playing all 80 stuff. You had to... Only, but also like recent stuff, you could only get in if you were wearing '80s attire, mm. and um, everybody was there. The doc, Doctor Red was there with. Ep- I mean, everybody was there. He bought his whole squad. It was beautiful. Everybody it's was amazing. in '80s stuff, like 300 people, bro. And um, this, so this, and this set the tone out the gate. It's the party of the yeah, year. It just sparked it. Everybody that was there was like. Yeah. Yeah, we had a line outside of people that couldn't get in, that couldn't get tickets, but they still came because they were like, "It's Yo, just lit." Yeah, and everybody's talking about how crazy it is. This is a for Snapchat, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But people are texting Word like, "This party is, like, is crazy." Yeah. yeah, people are texting, bro, and people are pulling up like, "Yo, I gotta get," you know. So, um, man, it's lit. I remember the whole house. J- we played, we told the DJ, we got on the mic, thanked everybody to, for, for coming, and we played, um, uh, like we always do with this time, I got to shine, uh-huh, <laughs> <laughs> love in the sky, uh, right? Straight up. 
Bro, everybody goes crazy. The crazy. whole house is like celebrating, bro. I have a picture on my Facebook of that moment of me, wow. JT, and our boy Marcus just like like yelling at the camera. Yes. Yelling, jumping up and down, all of us in these gold chains mid-jump. Yes. During that moment of when he dropped the shit and oh, everybody wow. went nuts, That's bro. Amazing. Where is this picture, bro? Uh, it's, it's on Facebook. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to it. you. I'm, I'm going to text it to you guys. Let's go. Text you guys it's lit. Sure. It's it. incredible. And um, <laughs> uh, lit, right? Yeah. You know, to kind of sprinkle more on it, um, me and JT find ourselves talking to Tay and Lavina. Tay, the baddest yeah. chick in the fucking universe school. at yeah. that time. City, the yeah. city, yeah. that side the of world. the country. The yeah. world. Y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. were there, uh, the world at that time. Bad, bro. Ugh. So, and then Lavina, the bad rock star. Yeah. You know, but this so cool. Yeah. They're the nicest girls ever. Yeah. Like, so chill, so laid back. We're joking. We're talking about other girls' booties. We're yeah. talking about all types of stuff that we didn't, we couldn't imagine. We're like, me and JT are looking at each other like, yo, is this happening? Is yeah. this <laughs> is the best <laughs> night ever, yo. We're like, yo, we... Wait, is this where the fuck y'all straight up? <laughs> so we're talking to them, bro. And I love that touching them like yo, yo, y'all, you guys real, bro. <laughs> we exchange numbers, yeah, with them. So um, that's happening, right? And we're yeah. like, yo, that's crazy, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Right? I mean, I, I don't know if we're gonna go through through this part, but later on, me and Tay dated. That's lit, and it was incredible. I feel and you. She. It was is, only fitting, uh, and she is incredible, and she's still still an incredible friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. That just goes to show you, like, things you feel like inaccessible, that's all in your head. Yes. Mm, you know, and that's really you. Um, uh, that's really you convincing your higher self that you're not capable of being yeah. the person. Yeah, if you, you think about it, just the are, concept yeah. of the possibilities are endless. The possibilities are endless. Because that's, they are. Because it's, you it's, set what the possible is. Absolutely. But it's also... You know, you you know. Sometimes we see people as possibilities. Absolutely. And, yeah. and sometimes we think, you know, we think ourselves, we coach ourselves out of the opportunity to really just be there as Agreed. a person with a yeah. person. You know, and you know, Tay, when we when we finally um, you know met and you know got together, she saw me as just the most beautiful guy. Yeah. Be you know, like. The most beautiful, like she felt the same way about me as I yeah. felt about her. And you didn't have a billboard. And I didn't have a billboard. <laughs> yeah. but she, but she Can said, you imagine this? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know the Erie Hall billboard. Straight up. Welcome to Montgomery. Yeah, straight up. Urban Anatomy. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, I wish, you know? I, I, I wish, but in ways, but, but in ways I'm Absolutely. That, for sure. Yeah. But man, she, you know, she, um, you know, that was really cool because she saw me as beautiful as well. Yeah. And, and it's in a way that, that I should see myself already, you know. But you were. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. You were beginning but, you to. Know, yeah, absolutely I was beginning because to. Because had you not been, that party wouldn't have happened. 
yo, it was lit. It was crazy. You know what I'm so saying? after that party, red words spread out of throughout Montgomery, right? Yeah. And people shared the flyer on Facebook and all that jazz. We ended up running into this guy named Byron Berry and this white guy from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, he uh, he had just gotten some property, just bought some property. He wants to become a developer. Him and his dad started a developer, um, a, de- a development firm, I guess. Yeah. And um, no, 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 they started a contracting firm, right? Okay. And um, they built this called called Phoenix Realty, and they they refurbished these factory buildings into lofts, mm. incredible fucking lofts, like yeah. fifteen hundred square feet, oh, wow. two thousand square feet. Oh, that's um, lit. Uh, you know, they had digital thermostats, which is kind of crazy At that for time that time. Too. Sure, yeah, to be able to like touchscreen yeah. anything yeah, in yeah. your boop, crib boop, boop. yeah you had touchscreen like, fucking ultra modern you're incredible they had like you know places um uh properties where um i mean units where they wrapped a wall in copper like this, this beautiful copper wall like beautiful exposed brick yeah. hardwood floor that's insane uh, incredible bro like they spent time and attention on these things and heated floors in your bathroom lit yeah. crazy thousand dollars a month <laughs> you serious right like what thousand dollars a month. thousand bucks a month bro <laughs> i mean but you know it's like you know yeah but that's still it's just like that 500 was attainable that's attainable Y'all are like, oh, bro, it was it's super attainable, thousand a month. So what ended up happening was we talked to him and he heard about our, our party at Dr. Red's and um, he was like, I actually got invited to this, man. I wanted to come, you know. <laughs> and we sat down and I came with an idea. He's like, I can't get these properties sold. The two, uh, I think they're two ahead of their time, mm. you know, and it's hard to find. Um, you know, non-conservative uh, people that are, are into this type of stuff. And I was wow. Like, I came into the product and I was like, bro, this stuff is beautiful, bro. You yeah. just need, there's a market that just doesn't know you exist. Mm, yeah. And I think it's a younger younger demographic than you're thinking. I think you made these for for, for younger people. And um, I, 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 I felt that he made them for grad school um, recent graduates, right? <laughs> that just got their first job but they want something fly, you know? Yeah, yeah. At the time, Mercedes and Kia opened a plant super close. So, and Montgomery was kind of the most urban city in the yeah. area. So there were, but there was an influx of people from everywhere moving into Montgomery. Oh wow! Um, a lot of uh, a lot of students from our school got hired and into those um, plants. Yeah, I connected with some of those students. Tay was one of those students. Wow! As well, she was a brilliant engineer. That's insane. Of course she was. That's fucking like she was bad. That's bad as fuck. So she was at the Kia plant. Wow. And she. um, That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So and and her perspective was like, yo, people could pay a G to get in. Sure. So I connected with um, with a few administrators from, from from our school to get the list of graduates that got into these positions wow. nice. because um, um, Alabama State had had programs in place 
that place gradu- graduates into those plants immediately, you know? And because um, that was like, what? Hell yeah, done. My first job with Kia or Mercedes is lit, done. Yeah. Um, so uh, they gave me access to, 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 to that list. We, um, we threw parties at his loft, creating different experiences in, in, in each loft. So through parties at his building, creating different experiences in, in each loft mm. and invited people to party. Yeah. Right? Educating them on the, the space. space. Um, in the marketing in um, on-premise marketing. But initially it was just, yo, we want you to have the best best night of your life yeah right because we know the places that we have those moments we remember the the we remember remember where we were when we heard our favorite song for the first time yeah 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 you know so places they own a lot of intellectual real estate in our minds you know Mm. so um and the moments that we have in those places ties to those places so i just wanted people to have a great fucking time because they remember the space the spaces (coughs) um his building it was vacant for like I want to say <coughs> like a year. Okay. Um, after we started collaborating, he sold his his first building. The occupancy was sold out in two weeks. Wow! We started working with him, and then he started buying more properties and buying more buildings. We made that building cool. That's insane. We made that we marketed that building to be fucking cool yeah through and and we'd get commission on those sales oh nice yeah 50k that year so you did it yeah you did the 50k i mean with 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 byron um you know being able to do it you know that's incredible which is kind of crazy. And it's nothing in comparison to the amount that he made. No. No, of course. Yeah. But it pales to that, but y'all did it. Yeah. 20. Yeah. Where did that start leading you? So like that had to set it off though, because it's like you're you're incorporating design experience, yeah, yeah. sonics, you know what I'm saying? Marketing, you you're building in in, in interior experiences. Exterior experiences, yeah. right? Bringing communities together, yeah. Um, and you're a creative, yeah, right. And it's crazy how full circle these things come because I feel like right now you're back at your experiential creative zone, yeah, I am. While yeah. while also having the freedom to have been doing what you've been doing time after time after yeah. time, yeah. Take me through when you graduated college. Take me through the the the, the design path that you went on. Man, so we would do these parties, and the graphic designers would take a long time to get stuff done. So I I locked myself in a room one summer and taught myself Photoshop and Illustrator. Um, nice. Got really good. <laughs> took a class. Um, uh, the professor who's who became a design mentor of mine, Dr. Rubber, um, uh, she felt that I was way too advanced for the class. Um, well, the classes that they offer, yeah, there, and she felt that I should I should, should continue teaching myself. Wow. So, I got into. Um, she felt that that was the best way for for me to learn. 
um, which is <laughs> so so cool because that's that's real. That's super real. You yeah. Know? Sometimes we are our best teachers. It's yeah. just, it, it's it depends on your learning style really exactly you know? so for um so i ended up leaving um uh yeah i i ended up leaving school well graduating finishing school i was designing a lot of our stuff um one of my really good friends nia way nia randall she uh she um she has she had an uncle well she has an uncle who owns a subsidiary of warner brothers Mm. which uh, it was called Urban Spectrum. And he invited, uh, man, he, um, well, I moved out to New York. We, we basically, Nia introduced me to him. He invited me to work with him on a rebrand of Urban Spectrum, which is huge for a kid, you know. Um, the money was decent, but the opportunity was crazy, you know, mm. and to be in New York and, I ended up moving there and, um, you know, trying to figure out, uh, figure out my place really, yeah. you know, cause especially I felt in like, that city, bro. Yeah. And very small again. Absolutely. And I felt like I was learning, um, that I was becoming a designer kind of by choice. Mm. I saw the work that we were doing and I was doing most of the work because, because the graphic designers were taking too much time. Yeah. yeah. So I had this <clears throat> robust portfolio of stuff. That um that I could share, which pulled me into that you know field, and you were ready. Yeah. Did you enjoy designing too? Loved it, y'all. So I, it, track, I mean, I still do track of time. So that was still feeding feeding that side too. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, yeah, man. I mean, I still yeah, I lose track of time making stuff and experimenting with stuff, and um, but then um, man, they ended up uh, yeah, they ended up letting me you know work for them and work with them and um uh. I uh, when I got there, I was I was so fucking excited, you know. And actually, when I first got there, two things happened that kind of sums up what New York became to me. I um, I, I was on the train on my way to a meeting, and so I get there, and it's fucking hard at first, y'all. It's the struggle. Yeah. Perfect. New York. Absolutely. Where'd you yeah. live? Um, the Bronx. When I first moved there, I, I, I moved to the Bronx, mm. and um, uh, a friend of a friend had an apartment that her mom gave her, and she wanted a roommate. I was down, but she was like, it was, I don't know, she was kind of like, she was um, kind of a possessive person, kind of, <laughs> and it made me... The roommate. Yeah, yeah, like possessive in a way of like needing to be included. In yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. What? No, you know what? Actually, no. She was actually cool. Actually, man, you know, she was actually cool. But I remember feeling wrong if I came in too late, uh-huh. and it was because of that. Like, you know, this is my space. Yeah. You're just renting it thing. But it was okay. really we're both young. Yeah, she was twenty you know three as well you know what i mean and she's want the convenience of feeling um i guess uh it's her home considered yeah sure. yeah yeah sure. um but so i'm there and i'm like fuck i gotta be at the crib at a certain time what the fuck fuck this yeah confinement fuck this you yeah. know what i mean immediately 
Absolutely, yeah. you know. So that was short, but you know, so figuring out, you know, where I want to live, what neighborhood, you know, money and expenses, and I'm on my own, you know. And um, you know, I remember on my way, but I was still so fucking happy. Yeah, it, it was, was just, just embedded in me. Yeah. It was just, imbe- I mean, it's still embedded in me. No matter what, I'm. It's, it's a choice. Yes, happiness is a choice. It's not a feeling, you know. Yeah. And it's a choice that we constantly make or we constantly don't or we or we consistently don't make. True you know? story. And, you know, sometimes people think happiness chooses them, but it doesn't. Yeah. You know, we choose happiness, really. So what ended up happening was I realized that in the midst of that, I was still so fucking happy. Um, but I was new in the city and I was still a little shy, kind of. So I'm on a train. and I'm on my way to this meeting. And early and... It's kind of full in the beginning when I get on, and then it starts to thin out. Yeah. My stop and this other woman's stop apparently is at the end. And as everyone clears out, I see how beautiful she is. Oh, my God. I remember how she looks. Yeah. Still. Yeah. It's ingrained in you. Freckles, green eyes, um, like caramel toned skin. Big, curly, wavy hair. Beautiful. Like, that sounds like a waitress. I met the first rest. time I went to New York. Uh, it was like yeah. a mermaid. It might have been the same girl. <laughs> I Damn. swear to God. Maybe. Like, shout out to like, whoever she yeah. Shout out to the no, mermaid. But that, <laughs> that same feeling and description. Uh, and just like Incredible, bro. Like you brought her back. Like I was with David, Dan, and, and uh, John. And we went to this cafe. And there was this waitress there. And she literally was just... I did not want to stop looking at her. Yeah, yeah I was ordering. I knew what I wanted to eat, and I was just looking straight at her. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I just want that." Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. Don't mind me because take their order too. But I'm here, bro. <laughs> I was, I was, I was in awe like that. But I was, but we, we were the only two on the whole thing. That's wild. So I didn't have the comfort of like. Yeah, I was just. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you yeah, though. Like, it was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, gotta lock in. Right, you yeah, know? But yeah. I didn't I didn't lock in. I was okay. like kinda shy with it. I yeah. was like your periphery you know, was locked was the like, fuck in. Yeah. <laughs> and there were, were moments when I noticed her when everybody was on the train. But you know, and I had that distraction to be like, oh my gosh, yeah. she's gorgeous the yeah. fuck. You yeah. know? But um didn't say anything. Whole train ride. Just looking at each other, flirting, you know, and it's now it's obvious, but we're the only two on the train. And yeah. I'm not saying anything. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. It's obvious. I'm like, we're looking and smiling. You're like and, giving a nod and, every yeah, now and then. Yeah, and looking back down. Feeling like an idiot. You're like, God, fuck. Why say some shit. Hurry, say something. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> say something. Walk around. Cough. <laughs> the doors open up. She stands up. She, she proceeds to step off of the train. I follow her. My eyes follow her as she leaves. The door closes. I stare at her. She stares at me. As the train leaves, she blows me a kiss. Oh, wow. I'm like. That's, oh, <laughs> yeah, bro. My heart is like, bro. Bad. <laughs> Beautiful. Gorgeous. And I, I look for her five years. 
I feel you. I, I get on when I get on the train. Put a small part of me in New York hopes that she's there. Wow. A small part of me hopes that I'll see her again, or that I'll notice her, and I'll say, "You know, five years ago, <laughs> yeah, I saw you on a train. Yeah, and I regretted not saying something ever since." What What do you think? Do you think that moment kind of shaped? Hell yes. You feel me? Because I, I, I robbed myself of the opportunity to eat, for her to eat, even say no. Yeah. yeah. At least I would have known, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you, so if, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. No. Yeah. And it's crazy how just like that concept exists. We, we all get it. But yet we still, it's hard to yeah. apply that concept. Now, bro, it's harder for me to not ask. I respect that. Well, it's you, way well, you, harder. Well, you know what that like regret feels like. Oh my god! So I, it's like once you know, you're like, okay, I can't go back there. I'll like, never let that happen. To can't me feel that again. That shaped my entire that spirit of like that spirit of like I'll never let that happen again was in me meeting somebody that could give me the opportunity, could help me get the opportunity in my dreams. Me meeting. Um, you know, another just gorgeous goddess, you yeah. know, one day, you know, I remember I had like a short conversation with Pharrell at this thing that a woman that I was dating invited me to. And, you know, me striking up a conversation, in the midst of all of that was like something I wanted to do, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I would have regretted not saying anything. Of course. For you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was a short convo, but it was still like, y'all would have regretted not saying nothing. <laughs> or, you know, or damn, imagine if I wouldn't have said anything. And as a kid, I'm like, you know, at the time I'm probably what, twenty four, you know? I'm like, fuck, I gotta, you know, I gotta make sure that this is in my story. You know, I got to be able to tell my friends you, this Yeah, one you day, can't you know? leave that page blank. Yeah, so, you know, me going at opportunities and, you know, going for things, reaching for things was in the spirit of, yo, that opportunity, me going for that, me making that call, me sending that email, me taking that risk mm -hmm. is that girl on the train, <sighs> you know, constantly. You'll I see her forever. Ever, forever. Forever. I still see her, bro. Still, you know, and but I see her in what different things. What a beautiful reminder. Though. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous reminder. In different things, I see her still. You know what I mean? And in, in opportunities, I want, and you know those things, I still see her. You know, and so what was New York like then, in terms of? your uh, your path like where yeah. did you what, what was that experience like new york was lit yo. like once you turned it up like you got there yeah you you transitioned oh, in you figured it out and then i went from zero to a hundred bro the, like, take us through with with you know with uh with my with opportunities with you know and i was still kind of struggling in ways for sure you know you know, it was it was it was really beautiful because it fucking made me. You know, there was a point where I didn't have a lot of money. 
and it was and I've never you know I've never um I never at that, that time until that time felt like my value was questioned because I've always had whatever I needed you mm-hmm. know my mom wasn't rich or anything but she made us um uh she she made us uh, she she placed us in the place where we didn't have to worry where we were gonna sleep or eat or you know and that was a luxury that I knew was was rare you know um, or that wasn't guaranteed you know sure. for either yeah. of us uh, you know for us you know and so but you know I realized man it was a point where like you know I didn't have a lot of money and um, I questioned my value and which is beautiful. I love that that happened because what ended up happening was it made me it made me rebelliously reaffirm my value as a person, right? Mm. The conversations that I would have with people it was about value, it wasn't about costs. Mm-hmm. And I had friends who were millionaires and you know, but I still need to make sure that I knew I was valuable, you know, still. What was the application of that, like, value? Man, conversation. Discussion. Conversation, the way I dressed, you know, was like, I felt like I was the freshest when I had the least amount of money. I feel you. Freshest, because it was so considerate. It was so, like... It was so nah, put together. I want you to feel this way when you meet me. I want you to feel value. I want you to feel value when you meet me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And because the, the way that we dress, it, it is an intellectual conversation before we ever utter a word to the world, really. Absolutely. It's, it's a first impression. It's a choice. Yeah. yeah. You know, if we're really honest with ourselves, if we know ourselves well enough, when we wake up in the morning, we we understand how we feel, and then we dress that way, you know? when we Absolutely. When we wear, when some people are down, they wear darker colors. Some people are really happy, they wear brighter colors, sure. you know? For for me, you know, today, you know, for example, I'm I'm wearing all gray. I had a weird conversation with my girlfriend earlier while I was getting dressed, and it kind of made me. It didn't. It didn't put me in a place of like brightness. It put me in kind of a place of like I'm chill. Yeah. You know, but like that's a conversation. Really, yeah. the way I dressed was like. Value. This why I woke up in the Bahamas. Exactly. You're talking to you're talking to a legend. You know what I mean. I wanted people to to see that, to feel privileged when they spoke to me, and I wanted to, you know, embark that privilege on their privilege on on me as well, and really reciprocating and listening, Mm -hmm. and you know, like really like listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I I was gonna say, were you creating a, a for work, were you creating a business or what were, what were you yeah, doing for yeah. work just to tie yeah. in your value? Yeah, so so with, with work, I was still designing um, stuff for Urban Spectrum. Um, I, I had um, connected with Q to open up this retail space. Um, and basically Q, she, she, she got the space with her brother. Her brother ended up um, being killed. Wow. And she was left to run the space. Mm. We wow. met through a friend. Yeah. But her brother was like, her brother was like, like a drug lord in Jersey, you know? But Brad, like, yeah. 
Bentley, yeah. you know, Ferrari, yeah. all of that. You know what I mean? And um, but she was his little sister. Yeah. And he all, and she always wanted to wanted to open up a store, so he was like, "Done, word, done. I'm I'm not only gonna gonna get you a store, I'm gonna get you a store in the most prevalent um, section of New York. Wow, Nolita, which is Versace's down the street, yeah, yeah. Prada's down the street, yep. yeah. and then their store is like on that stage. so pure with that type of cash Off association. Yeah. It's lit, yeah. lit." That neighborhood type of traffic, you know, it's people with with bread. It's yes. across the street from the new museum. Yeah. Huge, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I meet her and she's like, "Man, I don't know how to do it alone," you know. And we become really good friends. And I'm like, "Let's do it. Let's do it. Whatever you need, you know." So, whatever bread I had, I put up. Um, whatever connections I had, called are, upon, are brought to the table, you know, and we. We did this thing. She's like, man, I want to do it for three months because that's how we structured the lease. And um, I can't do it alone. We already put the bread up. It's here. Mm -hmm. Let's do it, you know. And um, we did it. And she wanted it to be for three months. I was down. Ended up doing really well. Ended up doing really well, man. Um, uh, We got really well known for our... um, store displays um the stories that we tell that would bring people in and um our music selection we threw monthly parties and collaborated with local artists were you you drawing on all your creative experiences and creating this brand absolutely yeah yeah i mean branding rebranding we we did the space ourselves with michael um who told me what my name is um uh it was awesome man you know it was awesome. It was really, really cool. They, um, man, man, they, they, they brought a really cool opportunity for me to be creative to the table and to really invest in something that I believed in too. You know, so man, we did that, and I ended up kind of being known as kind of a style influencer. Yeah. Cat. Well, I was gonna ask, yeah. like, who, who do you become at that point? Because yeah. it's like. You know, you are you a designer? Are you a graphic designer? Yeah. Are you an experiential, like yeah. curator? I was like, all of who, it. Yeah, so you damn time, right you were. Yeah, yeah. I was all of it at the time, bro. It's crazy, and um, but I wanted to learn more. You know, I wanted to learn a lot more about like companies that were doing it well. And I'm in New York, so I'm like, you know what? I'm also I'm gonna get a gig. At a brand that I, but you're also ad- establishing admire. your worth exactly directly and indirectly. Yeah, well, I kind of, I kind of wanted to like covertly learn and, mm. be pay, and, pe- and be paid to learn, you know. Yeah. So I started working for Top Man. Wow. Um, they launched in New York, um, and I worked for them um, in PR, and uh, but <coughs> I wanted to be in, in retail. Really? So, uh, but I was qualified for PR, you know? Uh, so she recommended PR, you know, while I was interviewing. I'm like, okay, cool. I got to PR. I was like, no, I want to be in retail because I wanted to learn, you know? Yeah. People in retail are like, we don't want to fucking be in retail. Yeah. We want to be in PR. Where, where are you, you know? Yeah, right, right. And so, you know, when they told the team that this guy from <laughs> corporate yeah. is coming to work with you guys. Yeah. 
They were like, what the fuck is this guy? Why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Weirdo. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would take I would take the interactions. Also, man, met a lot of dope people because at that time, top top man, top shop it was like it in it. New York. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the first store. Fresh. They opened that year there. Yeah. So you had, I mean, everybody was at the time like anybody would be Jay would be in there. They'd be like, yo, Beyonce is upstairs right now. They'd be like, you know what? Yeah. Obviously, you know, yeah. years later she's doing a collection with Top Shop, you know, but Rihanna's here. Like everybody would, would retail come there. was popping, yeah. popping, you know. And it was a store everybody wanted to be at, but people that had been in retail for years were like, "Yo, we want to be." Yeah, you know, it was just an opportune so, moment for you. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, my community—it was a really robust place to be. So I would meet a lot of influential people in style and in music that would just even come to shop and we'd just have conversations and I'd, I'd be fresh or they'd ask my opinion and um, I'd invite them to my store and they would come through the store and come to the parties at the store and they'd be like, yo, what the, f- Vashti's here. At, at the time, like, Vashti, yeah. like, you know, um, big, yo, uh, Pharrell pulled up. That's, you know what I mean? Fucking... Yeah. Uh, <coughs> you in the thick of it, you know. We're in GQ. <laughs> the stores are fucking GQ. <laughs> like, you know, I'm in. You know, uh, um, G shocking it up, bringing me on to be an influencer. I'm in Complex Magazine <laughs> for this G Shock ad nationally. I'm on like, you know, G Shock's fucking side and shit and all this stuff I'm still working that's amazing at, yeah bro but I'm working at top man top man learning like this is how you run retail efficiently this is the vibe this is how it should sound yeah. this is how we should treat each other this is how it should feel it should feel this is how it should smell that's funny because most people go into retail just to get a, like a job right yeah, like yeah. I just need to get a paycheck like have you ever worked in retail yeah yeah oh well yeah, I mean, I've worked in retail. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Everyone, sure. at, at yeah. some point, it's like almost like being a waiter. It's like, yeah. If you're not a waiter, you work in retail. Like those mm-hmm. are the two lanes yeah. to like if you, if you need to get a job and just like to do something part time. But mm-hmm. for you, you were already this person building your value. It wasn't about money; it was about learning. Yeah, and you still had all this other stuff you were doing. Yeah, 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 bro. I mean, it it was it was so for sure about learning, but it was also too about. Um, um. Well, yeah, I guess it was learning, you know. But I, I just wanted to be on the ground with it, you know. Yes, what I mean? mm-hmm. the like, trenches. Yeah, like because I want to know how it felt. Like, what's the type? What type of boss would I never want to be, mm. and why? You know, I want to know that boss. I want to be. I want to have that person in my. What does the ground level story? of the organization look like? Exactly, and like, how would I correct it? You know. Yeah. And so ended up doing that. Um, the work that I did with that store ended up opening up a door with Nike to do art direction for some stuff. And Wild. Then Audemars Piguet, um, designing out uh, their um, in-store um, influences, which is also... You know what's wild? Every time something lit goes down, a fucking, <laughs> I swear to God, it's a police truck, fire truck, ambulance... Like awesome. no bullshit. Who needs who needs that button? Yeah. Who needs that? Yeah. Fucking life is that button. Hurry right Jamil, life is, bro. Life is it is being spoken beautifully, my friend. Bro, bro. By bro, by yeah. 
the world the itself. I hope whoever's in there is safe or they're all good. Right, yeah. But I'm glad that they streamlined down Wilshire. Yeah, straight up. You know what I mean? Straight up, the route to safety, the route to, yeah, to, to rescue. Yeah, the route to opulence, because yeah. we rare right now, yeah, baby. Yeah, bro. Man, we, we... So wait, wow. It went Nike, Audemars. Yeah. And these yeah. are experiences. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so I was like, man, that's crazy. I'm like talking to these people and like creating stuff, you know, for them on this level. And it wasn't... Like, the Audemars thing was huge. The Nike thing was eh, you know. But it was, the opportunity was whew, yeah. The, in terms of the numbers and the yeah. pay, you know what I mean? But um, the uh, they ended up getting me more into corporate. I ended up getting a job marketing at, at this marketing firm uh, called Track Marketing. At the time, I met this wonderful, incredible woman uh, named Erica and... Um, she was at Pepsi and she introduced me to a bunch of, you know, cool people. You know, yeah. one of those people had an opportunity that made sense for me and uh, she helped me open up that door. Uh, shout out to Erica. She's incredible. Awesome. I, 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 uh, I, I still love her very, very much. Um, and I miss her friendship, you know, but uh, she's, she's very, she's, She's she is definitely responsible for um, a part of my story for sure because yeah. I spent five years with her, wow. four, four years with her. Wow, I was, I'm I'm like relationship dude, kind of sorta. Yeah, I love freedom, but I love I, I I need a home. Yeah, I love having a home. It's not really about stability; it's about comfort. You know, yeah. it can be in, unstable in terms of adventure, not in yeah. terms of negativity. Yeah, though the you know, when it's too unstable in terms of negativity, because you don't really know too many energies. Some girls might have like dark energy. Man. Yeah. You got to keep that away yeah. from you, you know. So, Within an abyss somewhere. Yeah. yeah. For no reason. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, for me, when I, when, when I meet a woman that's like, you know, her intentions are grand, are pristine, I'm down with that. Yeah. That could be a home for me. Yeah. You know? And she's a friend and you know, so you know, she helped me open up that door and that got me more into the corporate side of things. Um uh and which was cool because I had this really dope resume, you know. Did you feel like you were truly blossoming here? Yeah. Into the man. person you wanted to be? Yeah. I mean there was a point where I was like, Your future self. This is crazy. Yeah, because I was running every everywhere. I was running to get to it, you know? And um, I was so busy and there were times where I wasn't making as much bread as I wanted to but you know there were also times where I got checks so I was like uh let's go yeah and um, but that struggle made me strong yeah right those muscles got stronger so you know if I didn't have uh, you know how people people might um, you know people stress if they can't pay their rent it's the worst thing in the world. People stress if they can't. Pay you can't that be creative and be broke. That, well, that, that's yeah. yeah. I was yeah. Great point. I mean, how? <laughs> that's actually something we should talk about. How do you f- maintain being creative mm-hmm. if you you're struggling to to pay your bills? Man, you know it's. You know, I remember. I remember being fucking stressed my friends could see it on my face they would always ask me what's wrong because i'm a 
I'm a, I'm a very happy person, you know, and, you know, and I'm not smiling, uh, you know, if my mood is more melancholy, my friends know that there's something going on and, you know, it would be because I was stressed about bills, you know, and, and, you know, but there'd be that moment where a check came in and I paid it. So then I would, I would, that would happen and that would happen over and over again to where I look back and be like, how the fuck am I stressing? Yeah. It's going to work out. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, it's going to work out. Uh. You know what I mean? If it doesn't work out, it's just something better. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Did you ever worry about like your financial future? Like if you were, you know, when you're young, mm-hmm. you have a tendency to just... You know, you get the bills paid, do what you have to do, grind it out. Did you have a thought of how am I going to build financially doing this in a place where it can grow and mm-hmm. I could like have actual real a real sustainable yeah, career? Yeah. I mean, man, you know, I I actually I never really thought about that, you know? That's interesting, yeah. What I did think about, but I knew that existed for sure. Yeah. I knew I sh- well, I knew that I, I, I shout out to Anushi in uh, thirty feet away from the mic, <laughs> asking questions that only Erie or Uri can, and I can hear. <laughs> Go ahead, Anusha. Did your choices lead you towards that? Uri doesn't like cigarette smoke, and I just had to smoke my last cigarette <laughs> of the pack. Man. But th- that may not have been a thought. But were your thoughts actualized to the point where your choices were naturally guiding you? Towards that direction, absolutely, absolutely, your worth. absolutely. But you know, it, the the I never, I always felt like I was going to have a lot of money. I, I I always, which is, I guess weird to say, but I've always felt like money wasn't an op, an option for me. It wasn't an issue for me. You know, mm-hmm. I always felt wealthy. You know, what do you think that was? It was. Um, Value and self, bro. Self love. Back, time back, to, that, alone. back yeah. to that. Back to that value conversation. The value of self, you know. And even still, you know, my family jokes. Some of my family and friends, uh, they call me money bags, you know. And you know, when I've, I'm doing very well now in terms of numbers. But with um, when I was younger, you know, I would ask why you got why call me money bags. I'm fucking broke. I'm a broke, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going, you know? <laughs> and, you know, they would always say, like, yo, you are, that's, that's temporary. You, you're just learning how to do it gracefully. You're learning how to be, how to be um, wealthy, you know? And, you know, years later, I end up meeting, you know, friends that are mil- miserable millionaires um, because they kind of hide behind those numbers and like those accolades where um, I don't, where they think they feel that it's the most special and unique thing about them, their earning power, where I feel that um, all that's in the background in comparison to my personality and my yeah. presence. And, you you know, also have to be damn good at what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. A lot of people skate on personality alone. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah. Personality wears thin when execution is necessary. Absolutely. Or when yeah. experience is necessary. Absolutely. Or when yeah. ability is necessary. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's also 
that's also, um, you know, that's part of who I am. That's part of my personality right. trait, right? It's like, I think, um, you know, being the, um, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm the underdog, really. You know, I didn't go to school for any of this shit. I, right. Yeah. You know, right. my parents aren't connecting me with these things. Yeah. I knew no one in New York when I moved there. I left knowing everyone, you know. And, you know, before I was, before I had that stability, it was just like, man, hurry, you know, when you're in those moments, when, whenever I'd, I'd have a lot of bread and, like, able to, do those types of things, I would say, Uri, whenever you're in those moments, fucking remember how you feel when you pay these things off. Yeah. Because you're gonna do it. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's inevitable. So you're really wasting time. You're devaluing your time mm. and worrying. Because mm. you know the mm. end of the story. For mm. real. <laughs> I, I, no, I love it. You know, it's one of the most things I, I, I'm always the most curious about yeah. is that is dealing with um, the realities of trying to like go after your dreams and be happy Absolutely. but also the realities of paying the bills yeah, and yeah. being financially sustainable yeah. and how to marry those two together yeah. it, it's such a challenge you know get co so caught up I mean one of the things um, you know I've thought about a lot uh, you know along my journey is uh, once I have the money, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. That that was like always a constant thought. Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about my happiness right now because yeah. once I, you know, have a ton of money, that'll come. But that's just not true. Yeah. It's like it's it, you have to invert it. You have yeah. to be happy then the money Absolutely. comes because yeah. it's. I think I mean a through line in your story is you've gone out after what you um, lose track of time doing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. oh, and from your, what you're saying is that the money aspect has been like, look, it'll come. Yeah, it always yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. It'll come. Yeah. And it's just an important point in, in determining how you live your life and, you know, what being fulfilled actually means. Absolutely. And what being yeah. successful actually means. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, because a lot of people, including myself, I know, I'm sure Nushi's had his, his bouts with that too. And maybe even you where... It's like I'm gonna sacrifice my happiness until I get money. Yeah, and sometimes you have to you have to quarrel with that. Absolutely. I mean, but you learn that too, you know. Yeah. And I think it's something we all gotta learn. You know, some people stay in jobs that make them miserable for their entire lives. Yeah. You know, for some people that's bearable. You know, for the sake of independence. Well, well, well. For for the sake of stability. Stability. They. they they stay in those things, yes. you know, but um, how unstable know, is stable at that? Is point, that though? I mean, is that real independence? Yeah, you know what I mean. You're you're just replacing your your um you're just replacing your parents with yeah a new parent a, a a new you know are you working for them or are you working with them yeah you know and it's also tough to see like your social circle. I think when it gets tough, it's such a kind of a bullshit kind of thing, but. Mm -hmm when you see maybe your social circle, your friends rising up and making yeah. money and doing yeah. things and you might feel left behind. Yeah. And like, oh, well, I, I got to catch up. Or I got, yeah. you know, these weird, um, you know, insecurities and 
just pointless pressures that happen. Yeah, yeah, bro. But you know, I mean, we're all struggling in some way. Yeah, all of us. It's a beautiful struggle. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And I think once we realize that that's the norm, that e- the ego of of damn, he's he's running faster than me. Yeah, you know, is. Um, it's a lot less attractive, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, for, 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 for that time, I was just like, man, I'm, I'm, I can't let money determine whether I'm happy or sad. I can't yeah. let that control me, you know? So if I didn't have bread, I would, I would like, I would like, um, I would develop that happiness muscle yeah. of choosing. It's, happiness is not always easy, an easy choice, man. You know, absolutely, and especially in those times. But it is; it's never not our choice. It's never it's not never our choice. N- You're right. Sometimes it's a hard choice, but sometimes we just give up on making the choice. Mm. You know, being that your choices have led, because I feel like you've taken such an unconventional path to conventional marketing design and all of mm-hmm. these principles, right? And you're also now at a point where your work has spoken with itself, but you're in a position where you could take in work that you want Mm -hmm. and do special projects that you want and also building this community and this tribe around your experiences. But now your pop-up shop or now your space is literally the cities in which you'd want to have them in as opposed to the space in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that considered... Along your career path up until when you came out here, or along your career path up until you um, broke off on your independence, understood the the, the machine, and are, but are also able to be an outside, uh, like a straight, you know, SEAL Team Six member of a machine where they call you in for the big projects. What were some of your milestones, career-wise, and experiences that you had within them? until the point in which you broke off as one of those trained assassins that comes in when when a big uh or or when when something very specialty oriented needs mm-hmm. to be done and you don't need to be a part of the the cog in the system anymore yeah yeah man you know it's crazy my, my i i ended up getting hired nike ended up hiring me to move here well hiring me to be their lead designer uh in a secret design lab that they have uh, here in Maria Secret Del Rey, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a super cool, cool space. While while I was there, um, you know, I was you know this is the job of my dreams, crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, I got brought in. I got recruited by uh, one of my friends was someone who Erica introduced me to. She introduced me to an agency owner who was handling Nike and then they brought me into the space moving here. Um, and, uh, basically I was just, I was dream job. I was like, I was commissioned to basically sit down with celebrities and, um, uh, place their story inside of Nike product. Mm. (laughs) So you're sitting down with Spike Lee talking about life and then he walks away with a jacket and then you send him a jacket that basically goes through 
his his life as you know it in that conversation. Mm. Wild. So, so what ended up happening, you know, it's kind of like these love letters to the Nike influencers <laughs> in product. One of one handmade, one of one Wild. in this lab that I um, that I headed right. So I, I so I I sat down with these guys to like get these stories <laughs> out, you know, and sketching, you know, sketching ideas, writing down touch points, you know, dream job, yo, dream for the, for my dream brand as an athlete, yeah, and. You know, as a Chicago kid, you know, yeah. that's Jordan, that's, you know, yeah. that's every, every, everybody, Pippin, that, you know. So when I get there, when I, I get the job, I move to L.A., I move in with my girl at the time. Um, we have a house in, like, like down the street from, from the design lab in uh, Venice, right for Abikini. And, um... She uh, and my mom says, Uri, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. But Ooh. don't lose track of the goal, right? Which is so important to me, man, because she knows I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh. You know? Oh, <laughs> I'm saying this dude's talking about his dude, dream job, and his dude, mom's like, "I feel you, but, but don't lose track." Because you know who you are. Yeah, you know, Nike is dope, but you're bigger than Nike. It's all a work for hire <laughs> at the end of the day, dude. But you're bigger it's than cra- Nike. It's you know, because man, <laughs> and like being in there, we are. Yeah. Nike's an idea. Nike is a story that we all have bought into. Have bought into, but through 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 decades. It's not above us though. No. Know? It's it's really just a story that we've really that we've supported, you know? A story Absolutely. that would be really nothing without that we're us. attached yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what all brands are. That's what all brands are. Yeah. Know? But my mom, um, her saying that was just like, man. How 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 were you were you fresh in? Like was this time? Man, this is I wasn't even my first day. <laughs> no, it was my first day actually on my way there. Actually. You got in, she was like, I'm so proud of you, but also keep your eye Remember on that, yeah. a prize. <laughs> on the prize, on the real one, you know? Wow. And she um, you know, I've all I had always thought my mom just wanted stability for me, you know? And her telling me that, and I thought that she really didn't care about me um, it being <coughs> it being something that I was um, designed for, you know, because the pursuit of literal happiness. Yeah, yeah. Because well, part of it was all in my head. Mm-hmm. She never really said that, but I know that she cares about her son. You know, yeah, those sure. times when you know, you know, those times in college when you're like, "Yo, I need some bread." You know, or like, you know, or even after college where it's like, yo, mom, yeah. I need some help, you know, you know, that conversation and, and you know, my mom like wanting it to be as comfortable for me to ask for help. Such you know? a fucking beautiful feeling, bro. Man, you know, for me. That's liberating. Know, yeah. For her to say, love, I got, it's yeah, done, done. Look at your account. It's done. Whatever you need, baby. You know, mm-hmm. turn on your heater. Yeah. 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 
But log, log into your Gmail. You'll see the notification Absolutely. and you'll be online again. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like literally like, you know, working miracles like that, man. And, you know, we got to be in those in those moments, too, man. You know, that's a part of our story that we might not embrace, but it's a real part of our success, too, because. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see that? The live buttons. The city's moving. The city is moving, but like it's happening. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it rock. Y'all, y'all hear this? Saying a joke. <laughs> Low key, yo. High key. Shit, high key. Super high. My key. falsetto is high. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was it. Somebody's glass just cracked. <laughs> Got the Mariah Carey falsetto. High key. But yeah, man, and like, you know, that that lets you know that you're not alone. And all humans, we need community. We're built on, you know, community is a huge part of what it is to have um, quality of life, really. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, my mom letting me know that, (coughs) you know, letting me know I'm not alone, you know, when I need someone, you know, that, that even now gives me the courage to go at things knowing I'll always be able to talk some Straight up. You know, like, you know, that's how, that's part of me really, really knowing I don't lose, I learn because, mm-hmm. you know, even though, you know, the help can't be, the help isn't about financial anymore, you know, it's still, you know, valuable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, what was the moment where you broke off and set out towards community? Man, really, you know, New York was a huge part of that because, you know, my whole, you know, my my circle there, there's such brilliant minds, man, but I got a chance to know them as just people, you know, and admire them as brilliant minds yeah. now, you know, when I'm, when I'm getting the chance to see their work and witness their, their, uh, their, um, you know, their abilities. Um, when I moved to L.A., man, though, Man, I would I would run into people, you know, sitting from a conversation earlier, that all they said, all they would ask was like, "What do you do?" Yeah, yeah, you know. Second, what do you do? Second question, and this is when I worked at Nike, and I would answer those questions, and then I would see their chain, their face like <gasps> Nike. Yeah. Oh. Wow. You're important. Yeah. yeah. To, now I'm interested know? in talking to you. And then, wow, and then, you, you know, really helped me validate that one, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thumbs up and shit, right? <laughs> and, you know, hey, girl, this is the guy that works at Nike. Come here. Yeah. You know? He's kind of cute, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> to where I got Motherfuckers so- get super sexy out of nowhere. And they already it, had it in them, but it's just like, ooh. It made me so turned off. Uncomfortable. And I, I felt that happen over and over again. And f- more frequently, by far, than I had ever felt it while in New York. Wow. No one really asked me what I did in New York. They yeah. just, you know, wanted to know we who just I was. Doing you know? Yeah, yeah. We just, maybe we talked about our day, like, man, I have mad meetings, man. But, yeah. you know, but no one would ask, like, what do you do? We're like, oh, where are you? yeah, man, me too, bro. Crazy I love how day. cats try to get creative with saying, what do you do? Like, I've heard that, like, yeah, you know, so, you know, what's your thing around here? Right. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say to me? You know, you know, when when, when people ask me now, I, I always challenge them to ask a better question. Straight up, I, I and and I suggest that they ask, um, uh, 
what do you lose track of time doing now? You know, shout Straight out to my mom. Up. You know, and you see that stutter step. Yeah, because that's, uh, 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 yeah. that's who you really are. You know, yeah. like do I want to read? Do I want to know who you who you are? Or do I want to know um, how I can use you? Yeah, you know what I mean. And or, what you are? Yeah, you know, like, and I feel like that's really what it is when they <coughs> ask you. When they ask you what you do, it's like, how can I use you? You know, yes. who do you know who. How can exactly I, what it, favor can I level. ask you for in the future? Yeah. You know? And when no one what asks What world me, can I place you in to like yeah. bookmark that? It actually would be an interesting test to like, like an interesting like social experiment if you, you just never asked what anyone did ever, ever. Yeah. And just like. You'd have to find out. I don't ask what people do. Yeah. No. But it would just be interesting. I don't like, ask if you, if you meet new I don't people. Give a shit. Yeah. You'll find out who people are and then what they do comes out. Yeah. And like, it really. Because it's I not vice know. versa. That's, that's also thirsty to me, too. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's I had like, to dabble last night around the what do you do question. And I was just like, I live life. Because if you're going to yeah. ask that question, living life is very formidable. To what I do. Well, well, but the people... It's a basic-ass question. But the people that are asking, like, if you're on, you're not searching for what people do, you yeah. know? If you're on, you're like, what's up, brother? It's good to meet you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. How's, How's you your know? day, man? Absolutely. And also, what you do doesn't define you. It could Absolutely. Be, it could be, yeah, like, yeah. it could actually be the polar opposite yeah. of who you really are. Yeah. You may just be, like, in... It's an insane beast yeah. uh, of who you are. Yeah. But you maybe just be like, you know, an accountant in a cubicle. Absolutely. Shout out to accountants, though. I love you. I so love, I mean, yo, accountants are really, really sure fresh, up. too, man. But, what, you know, know, he's looking for the motherfucker to lose his time and crunching those numbers. I feel you. Straight up. I but am, you actually. know, it's like. Where you at? <laughs> but, but it just, it doesn't have account. to, you know, I, I think, and we were talking about this mm-hmm. earlier, it just doesn't have to define. Um, what you do doesn't have to define who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, that's that's yeah, that's a confidence that we haven't been really taught to have. You know, so many people associate value with what they do. The Nike thing, man. The people that get Nike tattooed on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know people that are brilliant in other ways that would never leave Nike because of that stability. You yeah, know what I mean, or because and of, allure, or, or 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 because of that, their they're branded as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're as much they're ingrained a, in the culture. They're they're they are those shoe boxes on those shelves. Absolutely on on the shelves of Nike. They you have know what always I mean? just done it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They've they've you know the same way that we you know pay for um, apparel and shoes. You know they you know Nike pays for them. You know what I mean. That's that's the salary, you know, and you know, but is it is it on your own terms? Yeah. You know, I know people that are really miserable. Like this, like you got a cat like Kanye, right, who has Donda, yeah. and is going in all these ventures now. Yeah, Kanye has Donda. Now the creators that really create these platforms for themselves, what whatever their intention is, it'll through time it'll be told. Yeah. But every vessel needs brilliant young minds to come, you know assist in the process yeah, right yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like you had these experiences to where you're in this fucking secret delta design force where you're talking to these influencers about depths in their story and creating one of ones which is like such an intimate process mm-hmm. also coming to a city where you realize like 
damn, like this is all like, is this it? Right. I was so lonely here, bro. Is this it? Is yeah, it wait, yeah. is this what like the mountaintop looks like? Yeah. Yeah. Is this what me watching Jordan from the fucking free throw line feels like? Right, right, yeah. Right? Yeah. My attachment to that? Yeah. Right? And and you know, I I had to realize too, which is really important, that attachment, man, it, it wasn't it wasn't valuable. Mm. You know? It wasn't valuable. And that made me even more confident as as a person, you know. Yeah. I ended up um leaving and um uh you know it, it was it was an it was uh that environment was a negative environment yeah. partially because of the woman that was kind of managing the space my manager yeah. she wasn't a creative she was you know just um more of a negative yeah. you know but she, you know she had these moments of love yeah. you know that she would show for people but Let's you could tell honest. that there was a, yeah, you, yeah. You, you could tell that there was an internal um, there was internal turmoil that she struggled with and that yeah. she, you know, and that placed. was affecting the space. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, I remember, um, the space is being negative and, um, eventually kind of her pointing the finger at, at me where, I mean, I'm the nicest person, you know, yeah. and me leaving. Right. And, you know, years later, I, you know, I spoke to one of the women that worked there in, in the lab with me. Uh, not even in the lab. She was, um, she worked really closely with us, but she wasn't inside that space. She was right next door to the space. They had meetings every other day. Yeah. And she was like, Uri, in the office, you were such a bright light. Yeah. You were the only person that I knew I would be able to smile with yeah. during the day. You know, because it was a crapshoot with everybody else. When dreams become reality, yeah, and that reality is like, whoa, yeah. When you when you left, um, did it was it an easy decision for you to leave such a huge kind of hell? Yes. Was that a now? Oh my god! Was that was that a wall that you had to? Was it one of those like wall moments where I nah. got, or was it just he like just look? Hell nah. yes, out, dog. If there nah, was a nah. wall, he was flying by it in a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, oh, so well, you don't, oh, it was easy. Felt, you're saying I felt enormous, bro. I felt yeah. enormous. Oh, so at the you, time, yeah. too, okay, I got you. Yeah, he latched the, on to a private jet and flew off oh, like sure. grills. Okay. So, but at the time as well, I was uh, designing for Beats by Dre. I was designing all the global product collaborations at the same time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fucking so, okay, yeah. so you, you you didn't really need to. Yeah, I didn't I need Nike you really, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Beats made me feel so valuable, and I was like, uh, "What the fuck?" Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. watch me turn up over here. Yeah, ended up leaving Beats, <laughs> getting no yeah. straight up, straight up, because he was on a one-handed fucking yeah, glide. straight up, yeah. nothing. It's Is nothing. this the wall Donald built? I'm jumping over. I'm not, not even letting you know, yeah. bro. Literally, you know, I'd be in Nike Design Lab, finish a product, work. Right on, uh, you know, a Beats and Versace. <laughs> okay, so thing. yeah, so you did, yeah, lit, yeah, same, like awesome. lit, yo. yeah. So, but I, I knew my worth, man, and you and know, that started to stack it up, though, yo. So gold stamp after diamond stamp. What also happened too with Beats, so lit, they were like, yo, I, I, I negotiates where I didn't have to be in the office, lit. So um, it was a consultancy, and they basically paid me a retainer 
to do whatever um, you know work was required of me. Was the bestowed upon you? It was cra- it was crazy to just be able to make whatever I wanted to, yeah. you know, for beats and that you know because they had a really dope buzz at the time. Yeah, really big buzz. And I was designing stuff. I mean, designing stuff for LeBron James and like you know, uh, uh, you know, something that we made personally for him and. You know, the VP of Beats filming his reaction and seeing Brian like, yo, these are fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Man, that's amazing. Seeing him look at something that I made and like, you know, my my hands made this. Literally. And seeing him be like, yo, this is crazy, you know? Um, You know, I I had that confidence, you know? So, um, but, so the the woman that kind of negative influence, she owned the agency that brought me in the other agency owner was this incredible, incredible guy named Jurgen. And um, he was like, yo, I'm not letting you go. Like, I need you to still be here. So they brought me in as head of new business, right? And I mean, what am I at this time? I'm like 26. <laughs> Bro, like, they, their, cli- their clients, Hennessy, um, Nike, uh, the Grammy like huge, huge. yeah, yeah. Twenty six had a new business, huge, right? But in three, <coughs> in three months, I bring in, I'm, I'm bringing in Beats by Dre. Three months, that's you know half a million dollars. Immediately, Easy. immediately, I'm bringing in um, American Express, MX. I'm bringing in Pepsi. Like we're having real conversations with these companies three months you know my commission it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. you know crazy and you know what ended up happening was a woman that you know i riffed with she threatened to leave the agency which she was managing part managing partner wow because she would take all yeah she would take so much away from the brand because of she said she if if i stayed i could she couldn't be there (laughs) crazy while winning so much I, I i brought in three million in prospective revenue for that year and three months she hadn't done that in years yeah years you know and you know she felt that i was trying to grow the company too fast and it was arrogant and you know but i wasn't at all like the what's most humble guy yeah. these are all people that love no, for sure Love they came in off relationships. These are friends. Yeah. yeah. Giving you guys an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so, you know, with tears in his eyes, Jurgen, you know, said, Man, I, I have to I have to let you go, bro. Because wow. we won't survive if she leaves. She takes too much, you know? And I'm like, man, it's okay. He's like, I'm going to um pay you a beautiful bonus. And, um, um, man, whatever you need, it's done for me, you know? So when I left, all the, all the, that three mil left. Beats cut <laughs> the, like, yeah, like, we're not fucking with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We came Whoa. in for early. This is why we were fucking with you. Right, like, right, all right. Of course. Yeah. Beats cut the plug. So they lost Beats. <coughs> they lost Pepsi. They lost MX as well. Um, and uh but continued to make really ill shit for beats for a few years and then 
um, uh, got introduced to Fox and started doing stuff with um, doing art direction stuff with The Simpsons. Incredible. Um, yeah, man. And, mm. and a bunch of other like really cool like I started doing stuff with Microsoft, doing like really cool like. Are you independent at this point? Yeah. So you're like yeah. an independent, just like dude. I mean, now I can say no. That's yeah. lit. People just going back. You said the most powerful word in the world. I say no a lot, man. You know, yeah. if numbers got to be right, yeah. of course, boom. That's like we can have a conversation, right? If the numbers are right, but um, if the opportunity, I, I have to, I have to get to know the person that I'm working with. Absolutely, I need them to know that I'm not working for. I don't work for anybody. I yeah. only work with people. You know, yeah. um, and and then you know, and then I say yes or no. You know. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I'm consulting with a few brands. I'm really, really happy about brands I, I grew up with. Incredible. I, I can't talk about um, one of one of them, but uh, I'm not even going to ask soon, you. Soon, yeah. soon, it's soon, soon. I'll be able to. But yeah, huge, really, really cool. Incredible. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah. And now you know it's 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 interesting. But I'm not even really. It's crazy. You know. I started when I moved here feeling like that disconnect with people. I knew there were still really dope people here. I mean, look at me. I'm sitting down with two <coughs> incredible human beings. Oh, and, thank you, thank you. And, um, but how do I find you, you mm. know? And um, I would go out and, you know, friends, some of my friends are really big DJs, so they'd have residencies at a 1 Oak or whatever, you know? And um, when they're in town, I'd go out, you know, treated like royalty, perfect. But... You know, it's you one people. of one. Yeah, but you also see the whole thing of that interaction. This is clubs is when people create their communities here because it's so spread out. Yeah, I met a lot of my friends side by side. Yeah, just going through the world in New York, you know. But um, you know, here uh, you gotta gotta go places to really meet people. So yeah. I, um, you know. Long ass line getting into a club and you get in and there's nobody. Yeah, <laughs> the worst. Right? Or the bounces. Or the bounces a dick. Yeah, the door. The doorman has a big uh, ego. And then yeah. when you get uh, in, it's like fuck. Like y'all really sweating this? You're not even having a good time. Yeah. Then you get in. You're already. Your experience is already sour. Can't do it. Then you get in and then everybody's. It's so segregated. Everybody's confined kind to their tables. Yeah. You know, everybody's dancing around a table, kind of looking at each other. Not even really dancing, just looking cool, just like yeah, looking around. Where's the vibe at? You know, and it's corny. Yeah, very corny. Straight out of a like cheesy night at the Roxbury fucking like clip that didn't make it. Absolutely, that's even cooler. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. You know, but it's you know, it's reality that I saw in L.A. While I was at Nike, when I was at Beats, and um, these other brands, and um, and I'll be like, man, it has to be something cooler. So I started this case study called "See You Soon," and um, started DJing as well because I felt like learning the way people interact with music. Yeah. Um, if the DJs aren't gonna do it, I'm gonna learn how to DJ and try and do it. Same with design, you know. Bang. Yeah theme of my story of my life, you know? Bang, bang. So, you know, and really that's the theme of my life, hands down, creating things that I wish existed. Creating things that not only I wish existed, but that fills voids. Yes. You know? And so, and just figuring out how to fill those voids really well. So, um, 
I ended up uh, starting this thing through a couple parties, you know, in about eight months, it's grown to about 30,000 subscribers in LA where, you know, we kind of honed in on designing moments that are a lot more conducive to connectivity. Yeah. So strangers can come into a room and meet each other, you know, and you really build your community. We, yeah. we, so, so we learn like what are the things that people usually encounter that make it um, hard to be in a space of like let let me connect with strangers lines you know and my things i really try to you know so i, I started this thing you know what i mean it's it, it's it's turned into something interesting in la you know yeah. and you know i'm kind of inside of it as a dj now and i design but curator yeah but i've i've bro i've been curating and djing i mean but i've, I've been djing more than anything i guess Man, a lot in, yeah. the, in, the, in the past, you know, two years, year, year, about mm-hmm. year, you know, um, where, you know, I'm, 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 my brand is kind of is going back to design really as well because you're creating things for people initially, so it's not it's not ever really about, you know, you, you want them to feel something when they see that ad. You want yeah. them to feel something when they sure. pick up that shoe. You want them to feel something when they are in that room, you know? So all creativity is really, it's not, it's never about how it looks. It's never yeah. about how it sounds. It's really all feels. about how it feels, you know? Yeah. And, um, and that's going back to like even the uh, Montgomery, Alabama party that, you know, to the lobs yeah. and even like, you know, giving that those people something to experience yeah you know it's yeah. all connected it seems yeah. like that's Feel been something a, be attached to a moment yeah, yeah that's, that's been how a, those units like got bought you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. absolutely they attached they attached yeah. the space to a yeah. moment yeah as opposed to just the space in, yeah in, in an area and to a feeling too man yeah. you know you, you you think you like now i create things that make people look cool when they share it mm. you know and you know, but that's also, you know, that's, um, you know, that's incentive as well. You know, that's, that's because you are fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are fucking cool. And furthermore, you know, I believe that they make that thing cooler when they share it. Yeah, you know? I'm right. Absolutely. But, you know, how, how do I make that easy for them? You know, yeah. sometimes, you know, with marketing and you share marketing for something, you share it and it's cheesy and they're like. Yeah, what's this? You know, or you know, you know, but you share something that looks really cool, and you're like, "Yo, have you seen this shit though?" Yeah, Yeah. you know, and starting to see you soon. Thing is turned into this really cool community based on love and like, you know, family. It feels like a family when you're at one of our 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 parties. It feels like it feels like a house party. Yeah, if and it's it's in a club, but it feels like. I know everybody in here. Yeah, you know, and what you I mean? can roll up to a homie's, a homie of a homie's house, and still be welcome. Absolutely, that's as how if, it feels. You know, you're the best friend. It, it, with the exception of sometimes they staff it wrong with like whack bouncer or mm. whack door guy. Sometimes but, that's out of your control. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Because when you're that's playing, still very important un, un, me, until you, know? you have yeah, a, yeah. until you have the the, the space where mm-hmm. it all goes down. Yeah, and which it's is ownership. which is happening. 
which is happening. You as like well. that? You like yeah. that? Just like that? Oh no, bro! Foreshadowing, bro. Uh, I I know. Absolutely. <laughs> Even yeah. when I don't, I know. Oh, that's just happening. We're actually. Yeah. We're, um, you goddamn right, you are. We're in the process of getting, you know, getting our own space as you should, as well, man. Because we're bringing we bring clubs a lot of bread. And yeah. They don't really want us to make as much. And you're gonna see them food. soon. Man, absolutely, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, see you soon. You know, it was really an idea to like just you know build, build a community. Yeah. We'll do. We'll this year, if all things go according to plan, we'll do a half a million. Incredible. Easy. That's incredible. Easy, bro. In I mean nine months. Yeah, incredible. That's you wild. know, which is super wild. I would never get that from. A Nike, bro. No, you know how high you got to be to get half a million from Nike in house, not athlete. Yeah, no, yeah. You know what I mean? Not yeah. entertainer. You yeah. know, like you. No, there's somebody else that'll work for less. Maybe Tinker's getting a million. You yeah, know what I mean, but um, there aren't many designers that no. are making half a million. Um, and especially, I don't have to spend a lot of time. You know. On on see you soon. It's something that's very organic. Yeah, and it's something that um, really requires a lot of love, but not a lot of time. You no. know, it just takes it takes valuable time. It takes yes. making really good decisions. You yes. know, but um, you know, I, at, at Nike, I would be working for man, twelve hours, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? And making you know. 70k you know it's like now i'm like 70k is, yeah, is nothing it, you yeah, know yeah, what i mean what's yeah. what's what are the what's the conversation now with your mom man you know <laughs> my mom is she's really um she's proud she's my friend now more than ever you know but it, um, is, she, is she saying you know hurry don't lose sight or she, where, where? Oh, no no she loves where i am yeah man loves where i am right now she knows it's a beginning she's really proud of me i love that she she's like this is the beginning yeah. oh yeah yeah no, 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 no. yeah no, we oh, talk about it all the you, time you've started yeah, yeah absolutely we talk about it all the time man you know man i mean we we gotta have those those types of conversations, those those types of standards in our conversations, man. You know, yo, like that's 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 nutrition. Yeah, you know, that's exquisite. And she's man, yeah. So she's like, man, I'm, I'm I'm proud of you. You know, she loves. I'm I'm you know I'm 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 in love. Are you proud of you? Absolutely, I'm absolutely proud of me. You know, <clears throat> the being in love piece is huge too. Because my um, my mom kind of gets to see that I did become the man that she deserved in her life, mm-hmm. you know. My dad really, you know, the the way that their relationship was, I don't think she felt like my dad really was the guy for her. Yeah. And her dad, she had kind of a weird relationship with him. They were really distant, and you know, so you know, she sees me kind of being a really good man to someone you know so she's super duper proud of that as well it's all being actualized right yeah it's the beginning super proud of that you know and but man yeah i'm so proud of me man i I, love it i I know my um 
I know my trajectory, it's been so interesting, you know? So interesting. It's been kind of like a rocket um, with no with no direction, but there's so much power. Yeah. You just got a jetpack on ultra boost, it. yeah. But it's still going up, and it's still yeah, it's, it's going up. Absolutely, it's going no up. No direction, but yeah. Up, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And it knows it's a rocket, and it knows, you know, its ability, but it's just finding its way, you know, yeah. and. You know, I feel that I'm still young in that regard. I've, 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 I've seen life kind of show me that longevity isn't about getting it first or fast. You know, if you want it fast, you don't want it for long. No. You know, if you want it now, you don't want it for long, mm. you know. But if you want to start working on building it now, you know, if you know that that's a road that you're invested in going down. Yeah then there's longevity in that, man. And all the things that I've done, I've, I've built for longevity. I think, you know, I've struggled, but it hasn't been, you know, um, <coughs> it hasn't been crazy. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, even in the beginning, you know, with, with, with Byron, Barry, you know, him... You know, that goal with my professor um, to make, you know, 50K. I mean, and, and you know, more so I made, you know, Byron that 50K. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, and our percentage wasn't, um, you know, it was a lot more than what any college kid that I knew yeah. was making, you know. But, uh you know, that goal was still like, man, I can create something that brings... There was a possibility and you attained it. Absolutely, you know. And, you know, bringing that to like now, I, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm making, I'm trying to make 50K a month be, you Respect. know what I mean? I'm trying to, Respect. I'm trying to do, you know, 50 a month, you know, <laughs> we can... Like, if I, could, if I can make 20K a month, I can make 50K a month. Yeah easy you know yeah. what i mean and um that that number changing yeah if i can make 70 i can make 100 of, yeah you know what well, i mean that's the point the, the the money the the number is not important the number at is, all it doesn't at all yeah yeah it, it doesn't yeah. do it, it yeah the, the it's, po- it's the ability yeah. it's the confidence and really also too bro the 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 money is fucking it's nothing it doesn't really exist no. you know no. the the because once again like that doesn't make me valuable and that doesn't take my value away that doesn't lower my value either because you had the the value you had when you were broke and struggling in new york to what it is now the money has nothing to do with that nothing bro Uh -uh. absolutely i mean yeah you had the value yeah before i always have the value you know so you know that with that with that gift I can, I can, um, I can gamble, you know, because yeah. I know, I know, I don't, I'm never really going to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm only really going to learn. I'm never going to lose myself, you know? Well, like yeah. you just said, you, you're never really going to lose. You're only going to learn. Absolutely, man. Yeah, bro. So, I mean, um, you know, now, you know, I, I think more about 
the ideas. Like, are the idea is the idea something that's bringing people value? I study Apple. Um, I study I study Einstein a lot. I study a lot of um, you know really really good writers and entrepreneurs and thinkers um, that cared about humanity. Yeah, uh, and that gambled heavy. You know what I mean? On the you have to if you want to if you want to change. Shit. Yeah, they gambled on themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? And shit, um, you know, I, I think that's what my story is now. You yeah. know, I was like, man, the the um, the biggest gamble is on your dreams, bro. Yeah, you know? and very few are equipped to go down that path. Very few, very. We all have the chips, but a lot of us aren't willing to give them up. There's instant put them on the table. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of us aren't, man. Yeah. And, you know. You know, if, if there's a theme to my story, to my legacy, hopefully it is, you know, that, you know, that I um I invest my time and, and my efforts in ideas, you know, that um that are bigger than me, you know. Right now, you know, growing up only seeing my brothers, my dad and my other family members, you know, the way that we all grew up, man, the way that we see ourselves in the media as black men and, you know, um, the way, you know, there, you know, there are times, bro, when, you know, a black guy is walking down the street past another black guy and both of them are terrified of each other. It's wild. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. what the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and, but it's because of, yeah. you know, if you're going walking down the wrong, <laughs> wrong alley, the wrong time of the night, yeah, and that's and if that's the wrong person, yeah, some crazy shit shit could happen, yeah, and that's what the media teaches us, man, yeah, you know when you only see time, it's a time platform crime doesn't really have a color, you know what I no. mean, but color's kind of been associated with a lot lot of types of crime, you yeah. know, and yeah. and for me, I think the marketing engine behind race is something that. Um, it's real, you know. It's it sinister. It, yeah, absolutely. It it made it cool and it made it also scary, you know. The level of propaganda, yeah, just man. in and of itself, thematically, is just wild. Absolutely, you know. But I, I, for me, I think one of my stories. I hope my legacy, which is something I've thought about a lot. I, I think we all should think of that. What What will we be remembered for? You know. Yeah. Um, my legacy, hopefully, will be the you know. I've um, shown a beautiful mirror of like what people of color really, who we really are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Amazing, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't have me growing up. To like, if I met me growing up, how different would my story have been? You know Straight what up. I mean? Was like, um, yeah, it's like black back to the um, to the role model. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. you you are your role model. I am, bro. It's fucking. It's fucking dope, man, you know? Absolutely. It's fucking dope, you know? But, um, you know, I need to be that for a lot of other people. Yeah. You know, we, you need to, we need to be that for you a are. lot of other people. And we are. You know? the, the ones that are will f- find themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I literally can jump on the phone right now, call your mom, mm-hmm. and on behalf of you, say, Mama! <laughs> We made it! 